0: Welcome back to Whiskey Dicks, where we have good whiskey, good beer, questionable conversation. You got Dave, Pete, and Pat here. Tonight, we have a very special guest, uh, Mike Habs out of L.A. Do you go by Habs or Habicorn? Habs. Your Habs? That's your street name? Way
1: better. That's his street name. So he's an artist?
2: It It was always my nickname.
0: Okay, okay. Um, So he's an artist out of uh, L.A., up and coming, still. I would say. I mean,
3: you got a fucking following. That's yeah. <laughs> yeah, we talked about. You know, it on well, the how would you label it, Mike? I mean,
2: yeah, I mean, it's still up and coming. Um, with, you know,
0: but you got some traction out there, that's yeah. for sure. It's not All like you're now. just out there and like spray painting wet. some shit on the street. You 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 made a name.
2: Oh, thanks. Yeah. Was,
0: you know, right? I mean, I need some. Art. So um, <laughs> we'll get into that real quick in a few minutes. We're gonna yeah, introduce let's hit the bourbon. What we got, Dave? Uh, we got... It is Four Kings collaboration. Collaboration, uh, Bourbon whiskey finished in tequila barrels. Nice. Um, it's a 2018 collab for these four distillers. Uh, you got Corsair dist- Distillery in Nashville, Tennessee. few spirits out of Evanston, Illinois, which we did a few weeks ago. Right. Uh, Journeyman Distillery out of Three Oaks, Michigan, and Mississippi River distillery co out of LeClaire, iowa
1: like that
0: um we we did a we already drank some drank some and it phenomenal. phenomenal it is fucking phenomenal so this is their 2018 release they do uh 30 gallons per send it and then they finish them in the tequila casks
3: right and i think it only comes out to like what 500 bottles Five, per 500 ish jeez i'm they, sure it's they like
2: distill it in tequila
3: Yes. Once they do I mean, the aging, they do it. like a final, say, three
0: months in the casks. Oh, wow. That's really cool. So you have to start it in uh, the white oak barrels. Okay. So it's actual that's, bourbon. So like it's considered old. barrel, but then you could finish it in whatever you want. So that's what they did here as their 2018. Um, their 2019 release, I don't think it's even out yet. It's just something they're working on now. Uh, but it, it's going to be a rye finish in a Portuguese brandy barrel. Damn. Ooh. And I was telling pete you know i drank that christmas bottle i'm yeah. starting to like the rye man
3: like it's a little bit if he, you just oh, go i with, mean i i would imagine if you got like a good rye if you go through a couple like the first two glasses i was like i don't know if i'm gonna be able to drink this Yeah, they yeah. didn't share no, no i know i yeah i got a text i was on i christmas, was the grinch
0: on christmas <laughs> i got a text on christmas
3: like yo you know that bottle that pete got i drank it yeah here whiskey all right boys. um
0: <laughs> so that's it's and it's only chicago this is only a chicago market okay uh Really collaboration. With, so if you're all, outside of Chicago with all the different distillers Chicago land market only. I think awesome. it's actually a collaboration with Benny's. Oh, all right. So Benny's kind of worked this out with them. And you can find a, any Benny's in the Chicago Land area. <clears throat> I'm gonna take a little side note real quick. I wanna just a legend in the bourbon world passed away two days ago. Um he was the brand ambassador for the past fifty two years, Al Young out of four roses. Passed away at Christmas. Uh, he was 77 years old, and he's a legend in the bourbon world. Yeah. Like, yeah. Let's uh, do a quick cheers. Cheers. Yeah.
3: And farewell. You know what's crazy? I just read the whole article that they put out on like the resurgence of that company it, because it, of him. Yes. He, yeah. Yes. 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 Because for a while it, it was just not good, and then he they redid it, and it just took off again. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I, you
0: know, I did a tasting there when we did the trail, and it was good. Yeah, it was good, man. It used to be the the rock cut of the bourbon world. It the used trail, to be, yeah. the, the bourbon trail, bourbon. The Kentucky oh, bourbon trail. Oh, okay, okay. Um, so real quick,
3: we get into uh, what's the cigars we got today? The cigars are just the uh, the Rocky Patel, the vintage nineteen ninety nine Connecticut. From the same it's place, a, vape and tobacco on 183rd.
0: It's a 183rd. It's right at the corner of 80th and 183rd Street in Tinley Park. Uh, you could buy three for 25 c- cigarettes. That's what I do. Any brand that's with tax. And then you could get uh, cigars, buy three, get one free. Yep. Check them out. Tell Good them. deals. They got a little bit of everything, man. You could buy your vape juices there. You could buy CBDs. I'm fraud pretty them. sure you could you Anything. Fraud, anything. Yep. Great store. We go in there for all of our smoke smoking needs. Yep. And uh, just
3: look for the sticker on the door. You'll know you're there. Tell them that we sent you. There we have it. Um, but let's get to this bourbon because it's let's, good.
0: All right. right, let's. You want to have the special guest tell us what he thinks about the bourbon first? Yeah, Mike. He's a professional what do you whiskey think?
2: drinker, too. It's really good. I mean, I'm not an experienced bourbon drinker. but He's a um, Jameson From your, from your Jameson. <laughs> usually yeah, I usually mean. just drink Jameson constantly. But... Uh, it's pretty smoky. Uh, it's got a really good flavor, um, yes. and there's no like after bite. Like no. it's just pretty smooth. Is this yeah. something you could drink all the time? Yeah, I could drink it till Same. Tuesday. Same. <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, like the Koval, I don't think I could drink all
3: the time. This, this could be your Jameson. Well, like I yeah. when I like, I like this because when you take that that first initial ship sip, there's that caramel and that vanilla there, yeah. and then like Mike was saying. There's nothing that hangs that's bad, nope. and it, there's no real burn to it. I could drink this all it's night, and I'm not a, a huge
0: drinker. It's a very smooth—I uh, picked up—well, <clears throat> I just kind of—we took a shot before we even started the show. Just, you know, a little celebratory uh, shot, and it was fucking fantastic, so I didn't even get to smell it, really. Well, you have the worst nose out of anyone. Yeah. That's why I do the fucking— uh, the, the nasal spray. nasal spray off Jesus. air, man. She's like grandma Gotta, over here. You know? It's, it's allergies, Sleep apnea. Stuff. No, it's yeah. actually been brutal ever since I quit smoking. Oh, really? Well, it doesn't help that in Chicago, it's 60 right now. Right, like the allergy season's back for the third time this year. Yeah. So, yeah, that doesn't help. I can't wait um, for the mosquitoes next year. So, the, don't get bit too much. The nose, I get a lot of the oak. Mm-hmm. Very strong in the oak, man. But right off, as soon as I take my sip, man, I get a lot of vanilla, toffee, caramel. Yep. I mean, mm. even some cherry. Yeah. It's super good, and, and you don't get a lot of the wood in it until the very back. Yeah, end. Yeah,
2: I think that's the big difference between this and the other bourbons I've had. I don't taste any wood. You, yeah. I you
0: get the subtle, like the subtle finish of wood. Right. Like you're almost like sitting around a fire and take a breath of that burning fucking bonfire. You Do know, you ever like. have
3: Chieftains? Chieftains. Talk to me. Chief, it's it's a expensive bottle. I got it now from I'm out from a job. A guy gave it to me. Dude, it came in a like a, I've a heard box of it, but I'm, and it I'm had like poor. a yellow pillow in there like a velvet really? pillow. I didn't even want to like touch anything. Like fit for a king. Yeah, but he actually sleeps with the pillow. Yeah, yeah yes. I, I took <laughs> out. Is. Took the bottle out and I just kind of snuggle in there. Threw the bottle away just No, but that's that's how that was. It was like um it when you drank it and you would like inhale it was like just sitting at a bonfire. Like that's what it reminded yeah. me of what you just really? said. It's cool. but what was it called again? Chieftains, chieftains. expensive though. Mm. I never bought one for myself. Pitch in Just in put a it couple.
1: that way. It's all
0: pitching a couple. A nah, I keep team. wanting to do the fucking recital from, uh, fucking uh, the Sandlot, when he pulls out the chewing tobacco. <laughs> uh. Big Chief, <laughs> the best. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, but that's not that's not Chieftains. It's
3: Big Chief. Big yeah, chief. yeah. That's, that's the best. Chew too. Yeah. All right, but Dave, what would you rate this? Who man. Would you give it?
1: This is tough for me. Dude, I think this... the
3: highest one was the Koval that me and Dave both get 8.3s. And I 8, give it 8. 8. Really 2 a 9 8. 9
1: maybe, I think.
0: I'm going to go like 8.7. Okay. I mean, this is fucking fantastic.
3: Yeah. I'll I'll go
0: a little under. I'll say 8.5. 8.5.
1: I think I might agree with you. 8.5. It's not yeah. as good as the Koval. I'm going to go a strong 9. Ooh. Strong 9. See, I, strong 9. Dude, it's really good, though. It's, it is really man, good.
0: It's so I found it at Benny's I think it was 79 99 And like we said before We usually stick to 40, 50 tops but we got a special guest That is, right? We got a special guest <laughs> And he gave the strongest rating for it So wow. let's fucking just walk right into
3: Mr. Habs let's, let's talk to Mr. Habs here Right Let's do it So, so now you're in LA I am. I've, yeah. I met you at Marist High School yeah, how do you guys And they're know just each other? wee how little boys each other?
2: And where did you grow up? So I grew up uh, in, I was born at like 83rd and Pulaski okay. in Scottsdale area. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, we moved and I grew up in Orland Park. Okay. Uh, so I went to St. Mike's and then went to Marist High School. And that's where uh, this fella comes, with right? With Sir McGrath. Yeah. You know, you know Sir. Um,
3: he, he when I met him, he was. That's r- bloodbath, <laughs> McGrath, man. <laughs> that's bloodbath <laughs> McGrath,
1: man. That's bloodbath <laughs> McGrath, man. I was just going to do it, Silver
3: Lakes Golf Club, right? Or where's the golf. He lived right there. Okay. That's where yeah, my yeah we
2: had a house like right um, like a block away from yeah the right golf right course. to the north of it. So Another, we we yeah. used to like cross the street and then sneak into the golf course yes. to drink other, other types of bourbons other yes. like hang mess, out with the the, 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 the early hooligans. four roses that we talked about the yeah, rock yeah, gun like six dollar Dimitri bottle. <laughs> vodka <laughs>
3: Dimitri vodka and Skull vodka and Dude, whatever uh, we stole like my ice house yeah. we were ice houses.
0: I think everybody was ice Housers. yeah and like. I wouldn't give that to my worst son of me now. No. No,
1: Keystone?
3: No. But, Mike, you graduated Marist and then you went to DePaul. Yeah, Are DePaul. you guys the
0: same age? And, uh, yeah,
2: yeah, we were the same age. Okay, yeah.
3: 05. Um
2: 05. Oh, yeah. you babies.
0: No. <laughs> two, two years. <laughs> I know, Maybe. I know.
2: And then um, I went to DePaul, which not a lot of Southsiders go to. No. Um, no. I know a couple, so like it was kind of a Yeah, it was a culture shock. <laughs> Wait, three sure. now. Um, and then I didn't realize, like year, years later, DePaul is kind of like the Berkeley of the Midwest. Yeah. Um, so it was definitely like a big uppity. culture shock. Yeah, it was just you know. Um,
3: it's Lincoln part of Lincoln Park, Lincoln Park man. Park, yeah. It's well, it's but uppity. you're you're Not getting crowd boys. you're getting those North Side Evanston people, mm-hmm. and just like you said, you're putting it the perfect way. Culture shock a little yeah. bit. Yeah.
0: Um, and it's a Catholic run university, so. There's like no state funding, kicks the fucking uh, tuition up, you know. Yeah, yeah.
2: Um, but the, like there were just a lot of what, what the under the really interesting thing about that school is like you branch off into your major. So there's actually two campuses. There's one downtown Chicago, and then there's one in Lincoln Park. Right so on like, state, right? DePaul. Yeah. The so my first two years were mo- like most of my classes were in Lincoln Park. Yeah, which were in that like crazy like. Environment, and then I went to business school. So then, when I went to my classes there, um, I went. All my classes went to downtown, and then that was a totally different demographic. That was one I was way more comfortable with, engaged with. with. Yeah, because yeah. it was a lot of like commuter students, a lot of immigrants. Uh, hustle, kids. It's
0: more of a hustle and bustle. It's complete kind of like hustle and bustle. Get in, yeah. get out. Yeah, you know, versus because
3: well, that's so much easier to take the train to if you're like a Southside guy. For sure, like, mm-hmm. you could still take the exactly. Metro yeah. and get there. Oh, yeah. So,
2: um... So, it was a really good mix to, like, uh, go in that, the um, crazy Lincoln Park area because you get, like, that really potent liberal arts base. And yeah. You got that really potent um, uh, exposure downtown Chicago because you're going to school with people who run companies. Yeah. Um, yeah. and Stuff like that. Or the teachers were people that ran companies. But, um... I went to DePaul, and then um, Sir McGrath came up and visited quite a bit. Bloodbath McGrath. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. we had some fun times there. Because time, yeah. <laughs> with the culture <laughs> shock, it, right, it was. I needed some Irish friends. Yeah, to like I showed up, up to one
3: time. I know for a fact I showed up to one time in overalls. That every guy, motherfucker. Wow. I'm surprised you, you still look don't like rock you could overalls. Be for sure. Yeah. I mean, this was a party where
2: like. These kids were wearing like hundred and fifty dollar jeans, where yeah. that idea was so ridiculous, so as and Pat showed up in overalls, yeah, um, he would too,
3: you know, and I like walked in, and I'm like, why why are we here, dude? this is not <laughs> that was so along.
0: me, and like but like at least you noticed like you were out of place, man, I've done some Lincoln Park to Paul parties, and
3: I was so oblivious to how out of fucking place I was <laughs> why well, I, I, yeah, I got warned, I, you know Mike Mike no, nope, nope. called me to come up, we had a, another friend, Monica up there, and so like. I knew what I was I, getting I wasn't a into do.
0: fashion then. I tried, like... Oh, bottom. believe me, I wasn't either. Yeah, dude, he was in fucking overalls fashion. <laughs> but I'm just saying, for me, you know, like, trying to hook up with every college girl there, and they all give me that side eye, like, oh, my friend's calling me, and they look like, uh... you know, and it's like, <sighs> checking the breath, you know? like what? Did I... Then I found out yeah. that, like, you know, American Eagle's not, you know, top notch. <laughs> yeah, right.
2: But DePaul was actually where, like, the fuel, the fire started getting fueled because, like, all my electives I took were all art-based. I, yeah. I, I didn't get many because I double majored um, in business I, oh, and in what? Overachiever, um, business management and business finance. So he like totally wants wow. the business. So give him uh, the business. Let
0: me let me backtrack a little bit. Like, when did you get into art where you felt like this is something I want to just kind of? Yeah, is that a
2: young age thing? Were you um, like
0: just doodling when you were a kid and just kind of kept going with it, well, or I
2: excelled a lot of it. It in Marist, actually. Um, and then, you know, I was an artist on the South Side. So then when it came time to take the next art class, um, my that, par- my Was pen- that Mrs.
3: O'Connor? Yeah, yeah. I had I, her. Who, who, I her. She was too. great. She um, was. She, and you what, know, was
0: she, though? Because he's not an artist.
3: Dude, I could, I could fucking paint. Not like Mike, obviously. But uh, you know what I liked about her? She was a hippie woman. In like a very... Probably.
2: We went to an all-male It was
3: a yeah, very... Yeah,
0: yeah. My son's going to wrestle there in a couple of weeks, actually.
3: And everyone below us, it was um, co-ed, but... Yeah, so, Ms. For clarification,
2: co- or all-male Catholic high school, Yes, right? but when yeah. our class was still... And we were every, the last all-male. Yeah, They're co-ed and, now?
3: Yes, totally. Okay, okay. But this Mrs. O'Connor, I mean, back then when you were thinking about it, you thought she was kind of, like, goofy, but now as you think about it, she was a very open person in a very i would just say conservative extremely kind of conservative environment. environment yeah but she, she would I push think, you to really
0: and those okay and I, I we talked about this a little bit and those were the teachers that made you just thrive yes you yeah know? absolutely you and wanted to uh, learn what they were teaching you she
2: flipped out uh when she found out that i wasn't taking like the next advanced art yeah. classes because my dad wanted me to take architecture classes yeah um and autocad drawing right and i had fun with that too
0: though that's a form of art too man let's not talk architecture short man like that shit's an art definitely helped
2: (laughs) with like the mathematical approach but back to miss o'connor like what i really learned from her was you know she was teaching art at like we were all males right like we were all at like a puberty age like and everybody (laughs) was a tough guy right right so you gotta be um
0: all, all male school you know you want to fucking fight each other all day nuts,
2: but what you saw was like if she would draw on somebody's drawing or if somebody's painting would get messed with you would see like big dudes like freak out you know and completely lose their shit and to me that really showed me like um how much people care about making something and um, it's your expression yeah. of what you're feeling in the well, moment yeah. I and mean, you right. could do this mm-hmm. you could
0: do the same piece a thousand times, and every piece is gonna be different depending on your mood, you know. Totally, hundred percent. And like, and I'm gonna step into like I, I looked at some of your artwork, and I, I I noticed I I got an artist friend from Chicago. He used to be a graffiti artist. His name's uh, cat. His name's James Jakoviec, but he used to be a tagger back in the '80s as Casper. Okay. He was like the original Chicago Casper that made a name for himself. Oh, really? So I know Casper. So, but he I don't know
2: him, but I know his work.
0: So now he's obsessed with circles And he'll do circles a thousand different ways And yeah. it's so fucking cool And I noticed you kind of With your latest pieces That you kind of start with Almost like a, a glow in the background And then you work above it So you have like that sh- It looks yeah. like it's shining through, through it. So it, is it like an obsession for you To make it look a certain way Or
2: um, A mood thing Circles definitely play a big element In, the, in one of my series Um but that that's from like the meditative um the aura it, almost like, kind of yeah, feel of it Yeah, because i'm trying to convey like what a song the idea uh, of a song is and what the feeling of it really communicates so
0: so how do you pick your songs because like i was going to say like you know i noticed you do alkaline trio and like other popular songs i like
2: well popular to people like, yeah. us. Well, people I, like mean, right. I mean Alkal-
3: alkaline trio I don't think anyone could truly, like, hate hate on them. No. no. I mean... Well, you
2: guys are all from Chicago. True, like- true. Touché. Right. Yeah. We all had
0: a little yeah. emo back in our day, you know? No. Yeah. Why, I mean... <laughs> I, I mean, I love punk. Punk's my, like, go-to, okay, you okay. know? You know, like, I've seen Bad Religion probably seven times live. Like, that's... You know, I'm nice. a fucking nerd for punk rock, so... But how do you pick...
2: Does it... How do I pick the song? Yeah, or? like, how does it... Yeah, um, so... Like, I try to draw off of experiences that I'm going with through in my life. Um, but honestly, every series has been different, and, and the process has continued to grow. Um, but I try to find a song that, like, really resonates with me, or they're saying something that I think is really important. But um, I love the doing punk rock songs because because it's the unsung hero yeah, aspect of it. absolutely. You know, a Punk's lot of, that, that fucking yeah, message that they're trying you
0: know, to get out against... Everything that's wrong with this world, right?
2: Well, and it's like a lot of the bands that I do, like they're not living a luxurious life, right? Right. No, like, right. So a lot it's of like these the, guys are back to doing nine to five jobs. Yeah, right. Grit. Um, so everything's about like, the hustle with it that
3: what you're yeah. trying to do and what they're trying. Yeah, I, I got gotcha. you. The
2: music at that time, like the risks they were taking and the statements that they were making in their music, like giving that to 14 and 15 year old kids, like we took yes. that for granted. Right. But you oh, look yeah. at what kids have now. Oh, it's and garbage. It's, well, it's just <laughs> such a large discrepancy. I'm sure they're flocking to something that's being to them. Hobo Johnson might be a good example of that. Like I like Hobo. looking, looking for like substance. Yeah, but we had so much of it. So we had so much. Um, Wait,
3: and you know what's funny too? I didn't like any of that stuff until I started hanging out with him. I yeah, actually you didn't. And, and, well, like Alkaline Trio okay. or any of them. And I actually remember Goofy is enough an, is and I mean I take them for who they are now. You brought me to a Fall Out Boy concert. And I think did Alkaline Trio open for them at that uh, concert? That
2: was Motion City Soundtrack. Okay, yes, them. right. I actually think and I actually well, I like I did that. a music video for yeah. Justin Pierre. <laughs> okay,
0: I, I just I was just talking about Bad Religion a second ago. My brother just sent me uh, a link. I think January or February alkaline trios opening for bad religion
2: they are yeah i'm uh, i already got pre-sale tickets bro i'll,
0: I'll fuck out there yeah i was gonna come say if you're, out. if you're out here man i was like well, let's go together dude i'll fucking I, I'll come out for bad it. bad
3: religion's my uh oh, and then to the, kind of just backtrack even a little bit when you say out there la how did you know south maris yes. depaul how did that transition happen yeah or like what what drew in? you out to la so, and and why, so, and just kind of why all right well, okay, so you graduate to Paul, right?
2: Yeah, so I graduated with two business degrees. And, so did
3: you right away?
2: L. A. Um, no, so I did. Um, well, I just had didn't really know what I wanted to do in the business world. I know I wanted to like do a good job, so I got the two business degrees. But all the electives I was taking at the Paul, anytime I had a choice, you drew or, to I art. Thought, like I would I would take an art class. Yeah. and then I remember I had one elective senior year, and they the only thing I qualified was like entry level Photoshop, and I'm like I'm like, and I was doing all that in my free time, and so I qualified for like a senior, um, art uh, Photoshop class, okay, um, or, or graphic design class, um, and then that was where I drew my first mural, and like digitally painted it on a wall. Um, and where was that at? That was at DePaul. Okay, that's awesome. Um, and so like, and then I took another course with a priest who taught us, like, how to communicate abstract ideas in the art. Um, And so anytime I had a choice, I was always, like, flocking back to painting. Like,
0: I'll do what you want, Dad, in a form, but I'm going to do what I want Um, at the end of the day.
2: (laughs) So then when I graduated, we graduated in the recession, so it was hard when we graduated.
0: 2007-ish, 2005.
2: 2009. Yeah, Ooh, 2009 so like okay. 2000
0: But it was like a 3 year well, fucking if you recession. Think about it, so Lehman
2: Brothers collapsed at the end of 2008 and I right, right, graduated right, right after yeah. that. So It was a tough time. When I was going to like networking events um trying to get a job, you know, not now like kids just like, they have an open enrollment. And, right. Well, it was you know, a
0: hiring so. freeze and fucking all kinds of crazy I, shit. I was done,
2: in, man. I was in, I was looking for the same, I was interviewing for the same jobs with guys with 30 years experience. Sure. No <laughs> joke. They were sitting at the same networking table right. with me. Like a job fair and was yeah. like, this
0: dude's got fucking, um, so you it was, know. It was, oh it was my really God. competitive. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
3: I, I was already fully in my thing with Let the construction field. I remember that like it was yesterday, uh, the, a barrel of oil went from like 142 to like 60 bucks overnight, God. and then the Lehman Brothers were found out that they were over leveraged like 42 to one, mm-hmm. and then they shut their doors, and then it was just a fucking like eight nine hundred points a fucking day. Oh, yeah, it was it was it, crazy. It was
2: really hard. And DePaul, when we talk about that hustle like earlier, um, we I, so I was in the business school with all these like immigrants and these like really uh, this the I loved the hustle aspect yeah. of it. But it was so intense. So they would print the interview schedules next to the door. So like you'd like your interview schedule with this company is at nine, right? You'd get there, and people would either print out their own and switch the names around. Oh no so shit! So like they would be Ooh. the only one that showed up on time, <laughs> <laughs> or like they would just <laughs> mess up a couple so that like, oh, um, they would get shit. a hat. Yeah. yeah. And so it was dealing with that and. Um, So I I did so many interviews, but I ended up getting a job with a pharmaceutical company in Lake Forest that it spun off from Abbott Labs. Okay. Um, And what I liked about this was it wasn't really a commitment as to what you were going to do because I was looking at doing investment trading and stuff in Chicago, finance. That's kind of what you go into. Um, But this was a two-year intense leadership training program, so it was five jobs in two years. And then I was like, well, that would be really cool because I could – see what i like to do and not do you know at that age you don't for think sure. right. like five jobs yeah, yeah. dip years. your fucking toes in all yeah. different right. lakes man so i did three and I, it was in lake forest so i had to commute from orland park to lake forest Ooh. jesus oh. um, two hours yeah i still have that I mean, money saved yeah, i lost <laughs> some of it but i still have <laughs> most of it. i mean
0: and plus you're going up probably like peak hours for rush hour going up 294 to yeah, ninety four. it was
2: dangerous i mean i like i almost died a couple times almost falling asleep at the wheel Ooh. um been there and I remember I've one time it. I swerved out of traffic and by the time my brakes were done, I was four cars ahead. Oh, like, oh. cause I had to go into the other lane. Yeah. Right. I mean, right. Yeah. I mean, I, I had to drive
0: like that too. And that's, that's, how that shit um, goes you know, sometimes. Like, yeah. So <laughs> I, with,
2: I've never. with, with that uh, leadership program, like, um, I worked really hard and then I got asked to move to Canada for my first rotation. And I was one of the people I was like, I'm never leaving Chicago. Like I love Chicago you know, I'm in Orland Park now, but Sox I'm going right <laughs> to yeah. be back um, in Bridgeport. I'm going to be, <laughs> like, here till I die. Yeah, right, like, right I'm going right. to go to every White Sox game I'm yeah. in. Like, um, but I was like, Montreal? Like, that sounds really cool. Like, yeah, without um, a doubt. So, Traveling at a young age? Yeah, absolutely. So Montreal French. turned out to be a huge blessing. Um, and so I moved out. That was where my first rotation was. so fucking was. cool. <laughs> yeah, without <laughs> a doubt. It was again a total culture shock, but Montreal, the people, it's a very unique culture. But they have the Chicago in them, where they deal with like a very, very harsh winter. Their winter is way worse than ours. Oh, without oh, a doubt, for sure. Um,
0: Minnesota's way worse than us, yeah, you know. Yeah. And we're still in the United but States. It, with like that. it snows
2: <laughs> a foot and a half, and you have to be at work on time. Right. So, Mainly French speaking, right?
1: Yeah. So Ooh. and
2: they, oh yeah, they didn't speak English. <laughs> I worked in an office that didn't speak English. I oh that my is god! So okay, that's so, a, that's a culture shock. Yeah, of culture shock. So now you like,
3: did two years in at the first place right well i did uh, it was yeah, five jobs there. in two years yeah but
2: uh, the reason i bring up montreal was that was where i really got into street art
3: no but i'm just saying now now you're in your third year and you're in montreal now second year oh okay your second So i year. did
2: one year in lake forest oh and then they pushed oh you up and there. you just and did then, such a good
0: job they're like we want yeah, you to take out gotcha this.
2: um so i went to like and it was a new rotation so i was there to like improve relations it was a really easy okay job nice um, and sweet gig uh which was way too generous for them to do that with me in Montreal because Montreal is the New Orleans of Canada. Oh, no really? Shit. Oh, yeah. You know, they, know, those, you know, shit. Is, those French ladies, do It did. is way crazier than New Orleans, I will tell you that right like now. You,
0: I've never heard that about Montreal. No? No. Yeah, so no. And, and it's you're, a secret. so they keep, they keep it on, on
2: <laughs> they, oh, oh, you're, I they don't want, I, they they don't don't want all the Yankees. people in Boston, people in Boston, though, because they all drive. Oh, out,
3: all right. Like, so you're 23, 24. Yeah, and you're in Montreal, which is not now you
2: 22, 23, I think. Okay, fuck, dude. But I was still a baby. You and know? Mean, it was it was scary because it was I, I was a little, still a really young person, yeah. Um, and I was just completely out of my element, I didn't speak the language, but I also like at that age, you don't really have fear. You're like, I'm doing sure. it. Right. right, without a doubt. Right, right. I went up there by myself, um, I played rugby for uh the montreal wanderers who were an awesome rugby team awesome and dude his life just, by 23 um, i should just fucking
3: this, give up th- I'm, I'm ending this podcast
0: <laughs> right now i can't take this anymore yeah. like i want i'm gonna go hang myself in the bathroom <laughs> oh, fuck. but
2: the winners were so Jesus cold there Christ. like hi baby they um the way their train system works is that where in chicago you get off the train and it's freezing Like, you get off in an underground shopping mall, and they have, like, all these underground tunnels and stuff. They planned ahead, man. Yeah, because their winters (laughs) are so tough. People die. So smart. (laughs) Like, in that weather. When I would leave, there was a a Blick, an art materials store. Okay. And I would go there, and then um, that was where I was like, you know, maybe I should, you know, I really love painting. And something about Blick, and the Apple store has it now, the, the iPhone, and that wasn't really that big. I mean, it was big. It was there, but it was like... The Apple store wasn't really a thing. No, not at all. But that was like the minimalist feel of it. Like there's so much here, but it's all like clean. Mm -hmm. And like that idea of like endless possibilities Hmm. that like... But it was also like approachable. It was cool. It wasn't like... Uh, when we go to an art store here, we go. it's like Joanne Fabrics. or like <laughs> yeah, That's yeah, where your mom goes to get Christmas decorations. Well, this guy was making fun of me that I don't posters. paint. I know for
3: a fact there's a really good art store just east of Kedzie on 111.
2: I was just kidding, man. I was, I was super I used to hit huge, that place up
3: all the time. Super
0: huge in art. Oh, when I was in uh, – before high school, like sixth, seventh grade, I was obsessed. I – I went into it for other reasons, man. I had a lot of loss and you know yeah. I oh. I had to sink my my lose yourself in something. Yeah. So yeah. I would just take hours on pieces and I always got upset. Like for a while I used to just draw like hot rod cars. Nice. And like hot rod cars that didn't exist, but I would make it like like a hot rod.
3: Yeah, like a cartoon like, yeah, Ridiculous.
0: Just, I fucking for days, man, just four or five a day just doing it over and over again. But if I tried drawing a stick figure right now. Yeah. You know, like I didn't go down that path. I went down the path of, like, let's fucking snort some cocaine and get fucking this black guy <laughs> I went that path. Well, unfortunately, there, unfortunately,
2: I'm a little upset There, there did, is but... still hope. There are <laughs> lots of accomplished artists who have <laughs> gone down that path thank, thank without you. a doubt. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that's I'm, when a lot of people
3: find themselves,
0: I'm, right? I'm not um, going to hang myself now because of that.
3: Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so now you're in Montreal and you find this art store.
2: Yeah. So, and I just started, I picked up, like, a sketchbook and, of oh, like, a. Uh, some paints and then i just started having fun with the uh, the paints um so i you know i would paint a painting and then i'd fold the pick the paper over and then peel it back and make like ink. like a oh, Roshack. Like yeah and yeah. then i would do like you know a sunset and like make a really cool sunset um and then i would do just crazy abstract like, I, there was yarn in my apartment, so I was taking yarn, like, dipping into the paint. Like, oh, oh what is this? Do? Yeah, what does cool. This do? See? And just that, like, discovery different texture and everything. Of it, and then
0: you know? it became like, now this is obsession. Let's yeah, see well, what else I could like, create. It was
2: freezing outside. It was like negative 10 outside. For like five months. Yeah, but it was <laughs> like, this was my cool thing that I was doing. Because um, the rugby team was fun, but I was still, like, there by myself for right. most of the time. Like, I didn't know anybody. Um, but that isolation, it was kind of like, I always wanted to do it, but in Chicago, um, it, it wasn't as much a part of your environment and it wasn't as approachable.
3: And do you think like you going up there and being by yourself, you were able to actually finally get truly lost into it? Do you think you like going up it there by me, yourself? I discovered it. Yeah. Okay. I didn't okay. get lost. Yeah. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's right. Yeah. Right. Right. Um, that's why I was kind it, it of It made me to.
2: like appreciate it and like realize like this is definitely something that like uh, like something i want to keep a part of my life because yeah. not only did i love it but when like i would bring them home um, my mom was like where would you get this and i was right. like no i made it and I'm like what oh my god and then you know they hang them and then it's a part of their life um, and i, r- I like really that. loved that whole process yeah but also my favorite thing was you know montreal people were so art was such a part of their life and there was no ego there was no like fine art world the idea of like selling your art for a lot of money was the most ridiculous idea ever um and the expectation was that like you should be able to throw down like it um their street art was beyond phenomenal um all over the buildings the murals. We um, gotta go, boys. Cover the buildings. I'm down. I'm always um, down to travel. I got a passport. You you definitely should. The trick is you fly to Burlington, and then because it's more expensive to fly to Montreal directly, but you fly to Burlington, which is a 40 minute drive. Keep okay. Talking. Yeah, and then you just cross R- the border. Rent a car, fuck yeah. you. Yeah. No, you just rent a car and go.
0: See, I got um, family in Canada, so got that'd be like it'd be party a nice, you know. We're in invited.
2: Uh, where, where in Canada is your family? Ontario. So that's not Montreal. No, no, right. I I don't I
0: do I do know nothing about Canada because I just don't <laughs> want to learn say. about it cuz I just don't want to be like, "Patty, we're packing our bags."
3: Yeah, it's that much better. Yeah. Montreal, I I that's try to so
0: I try to avoid the reality of Canada that they they do things right and we don't. So I just kind of like just... Yeah, I but
2: like I hurt my wrist one time cuz I I it was the same three things that I flocked to in LA, like uh lifting a lot, uh painting, and Rugby.
3: And I just want to throw this out here. When he got into rugby, he was like probably a little fucking string bean. (laughs) Yeah. He was uh, like when he – I remember when like he he was getting into it, and he was like telling me, and I'm like,
2: what? Come on. Come on. <laughs> Every single person in my life told me I was crazy for doing yeah. it. Uh, like, that was the most ridiculous thing.
0: That was one of the most funnest sports I've ever played in my life. It's one of the life. best things it's, I've ever done. I, I did it in grade school. Like, it was the first time I played rugby. I went played? to, like, Lyle. Yeah. Like, she's grade school in Lyle. And we would do rugby during fucking gym class. And, like, became obsessed. They had lacrosse, rugby. I was. Those are both amazing fucking sports. Yeah. Never played. So
3: underrated. Yeah. Like, I so mean, rugby
2: fun. is way more intense than lacrosse. Well, yeah, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Those guys. no, absolutely,
3: my, uh, but
0: it's it. Go ahead.
3: Go no, ahead. I was just gonna say my father-in-law played rugby up until fucking you know he's getting a little bit older, yeah, until maybe two or three. But years then ago. I
0: like moved back to Chicago, and all we had was football or softball for, for yeah. a public school. Oh, yeah, with the Curie, yeah. so like. Okay. I just was like, all
2: right. But rugby was a big part of it, like doing that thing that every single person said I was crazy to do and, you know, stupid. And I respect a, it. A complete yeah. waste of my time. And it was my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, um, That's awesome. And, you know, the friends that I've made playing rugby are I consider friends for life. Sure. Um, even when I was in Canada, some guys like – so uh, one of the guys on the team was like, oh, okay, so – you don't work here permanently. I'm like, no, I'm here temporarily. He's like, okay, well, if you want to skip it, you can live in my basement. We'll figure it out. Nice. My oh, no He's shit. like, my, my, I've got my family, but, like, you'll be good down there, and we can get you sorted with work. And I was like, um, thank you. That's very nice of you. Do You don't um, get that anywhere. No, not yeah. here. Um.
3: But so, all right, so how long were you in Montreal, and then, like, what was your next move I've after that? I was in
2: Montreal for seven months. So that was nice. when I, uh, you know, I love art uh doing this, but then the rotation ended and I ended up getting reassigned to Raleigh, North Carolina. So like the opposite mm, culture. It's another culture shock. <laughs> yeah. uh, so I was in I think more so. I was in North Carolina and even with the program uh being the Chicagoan I was, I was like, Look, I'll move anywhere. I'm not going to the South. I don't wanna like live in the South at all. Right. Um Mm-mm. because you know, it was just the sentiment I had. Um, the I feel idea that's the of, least. The that's ignorant ignorant. We don't get anything in common with them. I had. Well, yeah. no you way. do. You have a lot in common with them. Correct. It's just. Yeah, I just showed. <laughs> I just showed
3: Dave a picture of Mike in college.
0: Young, young Mike, Jeez, I love it.
2: Yeah, yeah man. Oh yeah. Good
0: God. Hey man. But um, in
2: North Carolina, I would have judged you too. I'm sorry. <laughs> <I> <laughs> I'm like rugby, it. bro. Yeah. But, like, I played rugby. Like, I finished college and then I played for the Southside Irish and I played in Canada. Nice. And kept it a part of my life. Um, Do
0: you still fuck around once in a while? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: So I played in uh, California, too. Um, But, real quick, with North Carolina. um, That was my fucker. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. I
0: had to show you that we were laughing at that. Again, like, I didn't know anybody (laughs)
2: there and I didn't really like uh, where I was working. Um, but it turns out I, so I'm an O'Malley, right? My mom's an O'Malley and a uh, massive Irish family. Massive. And, uh, she's like, oh, you've got a cousin in, uh, North Carolina. And I was like, I don't, she's like, he's an engineering student in NC state. And I was like, okay. And I was like, I don't know, like engineering student, I'll go meet him. And then, uh, I went to a party <laughs> And he was telling his friends the same thing about me, and we just completely hit it off. Oh, awesome. <laughs> That's awesome. He was an engineering student, but his he he was friends with all the art students, and NC State actually has an amazing graphic design and really good art program. So I met um, his friends through that, and I'm s- still really good friends with them, but then they helped bring, like, that higher level creativity out of me. Like, one of the guys, like, straight out of college was working – doing Facebook, uh, oh, wow. like ad campaigns and Good doing, God. um, now he's like, he's been with Vimeo, I think, uh, for, you know, the past couple of years, props to Zach. Vimeo's oh, pretty, hell? pretty, yeah. pretty fucking huge. Hard. Nice. Uh, this girl, Kristen, um, and, um, or Kirsten and, uh, you know, they really helped, uh, show me that, you know, that expectation I had of the South, yeah. um, you know, how, i was out of my element for thinking that way right
3: um, i just like how your story's already going like how every little step mm-hmm. kind of pushed you it's a building into this, block into this like direction a, like, uh, if you didn't
0: yeah. like if you didn't go to north carolina this may have never happened yeah it's you know? weird. every little you, you ever think matters. about that that like oh everything yeah everything you thought like i don't want to fucking
3: go to the south fuck right. that you go here and, and you meet people up. that molded you well not even that like you meet uh, far off cousin of O'Malley, and then which is—I
2: yeah. mean—that's crazy
3: in itself.
2: And then, my, like, I would go to dinners with his family, and then now their family is like really good friends with my family. And it's oh my crazy. god, dude, this is
0: like—we yeah. make, make a make a Hallmark movie about this. This is fantastic. <laughs> uh, be a racy Hallmark. Movie. <laughs>
2: Because when I went there, my uncle, my mom hadn't ever met that cousin because okay. they've got so many that sure. they don't meet. there's no like right. seven thousand yeah. cousins, yeah. you know. Uh, and he's like, "I was like, oh, we're very glad you're here for dinner, Mike." Uh, he like, "Here's the phone. Call your mother on speakerphone and tell her that we're nudists." And I was like, "And Man. you're just meeting this guy? Let's yeah, you like, just me oh, I was like, "That's God. a good one." <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that. Those, those kind of I like that. And stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, that quick wit, um, but yeah great people and then after north carolina i moved back to chicago and then that's when the like reality really sunk in where now i'm in chicago this place like and i was in the north side i was living in wrigleyville yeah um but i'm in this place i thought i would never leave and i don't want to fucking be here at all right oh you know um wow just like you know, there's so. I much mean, it's out Wrigleyville, there. though. Let's throw that out there. It's 100% Like Like, walking
0: past that fucking shithole. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Actually, would I, would I let rather? Me get, would you'll I let rather me get away with that this week?
3: <laughs> I kind of am because I would I rather live in Wrigleyville or would I rather live in Bridgeport? Wrigleyville. But Bridgeport's Bridgeport. Bridgeport's an up and coming. Fucking Bridgeport. Like, then,
0: then, absolutely not. Bridgeport I mean, now? that's like 10 years ago. Bridgeport's a completely different
3: fucking town, man. Oh, without doubt. I know doubt. people that
0: left Bridgeport like five years ago, and I'm like, you fucked up.
3: Yeah, man. <laughs> but no, anyway, now so now now you're on in, in Wrigley. And when you're saying that you don't want to be here, like, why is that happening?
2: Well, I had, like, all my friends from other schools that I had missed in high school and that, they were all there. And they were kind of doing everything that I did in college, right? Like, okay. Um, you know, the bars. And I was just like, well, it, after living in Montreal, if... I wanted to see OK Go or if I wanted to see Cake, if I wanted to like do just oh, yeah. I would just go do it. Yeah. And then now it was, you know, um, all it, you know, following the crowd. Um, and I started breaking off more and more and doing my own thing, but I was still painting. And, you know, I just looked around and I was like, there's still so much more I have to see. Like, I, I need to keep going, basically. Like, I got a taste of traveling. I got a taste of seeing these other places. I need to go. Like I'm only there's another this... step, and you need it. Yeah, like yeah. I'm, I'm only this age once. Like I got to keep going. I get it. And yeah, like, for sure. Chicago's not going anywhere. I love this place, and I'm. I'll be back soon. It, it's home. Right. Like it's home. There's so much. Like I only saw like these places. Like what else is out there? Um, so then I started um, just looking for jobs uh, anywhere. I originally was looking at Austin, Texas. Okay, so, Austin's like, a good spot big. too. That's though. huge. Me We're so, really cool. looking to move
3: there, dude. That's like um, that's the
0: happening place in America
3: right
2: now. Yeah, it's, super fun. So I, I went
3: there just not like, for work, obviously, but yeah, the, a, a friend a good time. that just
2: bought a house there. But um, I <laughs> go Aggies. Like, ended up getting a job. So I worked for a spinoff of Abbott Labs, but I got a job with Abbott Labs doing analysis for the company that proprietor was the proprietor of LASIK surgery that sounds terrible um, yeah it, it, was, it was pretty intense and I learned that Dude. oh <laughs> but it was in California See, and I, I one more time when I when I the p- proprietary the proprietor some, of LASIK oh, surgery.
1: that just sounds like the oh I'm glad you switched, bro. Pete just went. I mean, a it's also movie. like an yes. innovative oh.
2: technology that changed the world. Oh, without a doubt, <laughs> no, for sure. <laughs> yeah, but, but when, like oh. when I was looking at jobs, like I was just googling dream jobs all day, and I was, like every cool job was in California or in like Los Angeles. Yeah, and I was just like, um, well, there's so there's so much cool stuff to do out. There's in so much Huge to do. Like, let me Huge go see boom. what this is about. So I moved out. Good um, move. What I year? Took a what job. year? Um. This was probably twenty thirteen or no 2012. 2012 was when I moved. Nice. a okay. good year. Um, so I moved to Long Beach. Economy's getting good again. Yeah. People are looking and higher. You know, yeah, exactly. There's possibilities. It was picking back up. Yeah. So like, I saw that um the job was listed in Orange County, um but being the south sider, I was like Orange County suburbs, man. Like I'm here for the city, so like, I moved. I was like I'm gonna live in Long Beach. That's where the real. That's where the real is. Um, and, uh, it Long was, Beach it was great. so chill too. It, w- it was great. Yeah, no, I, I loved it. <laughs> um, I was there for a year and, uh, while I was there, I played rugby. My, I, I actually got a call from myself, said Irish rugby coach. And he's like, uh, Pat Sullivan. I don't know if you know him, wow. but he said, Irish man. uh, I get a call. Too it, many Sullivan's like, as well. Mike, We got practice. O'Malley's. We got practice at, we got practice at five. Are you going to be there? And I was like, uh, so I moved to California, dude, and he's like, <laughs> we're in California. And I was like, uh, Long Beach? And he's like, uh, I'll call you back in five minutes. <laughs> no way. And I was like. That's awesome. Okay. And then I get a call. He's like, oh, you got practice with Huntington Beach at- <laughs> oh, five on Thursday? Oh, my
3: God. That's so fucking Didn't cool. Didn't even have an option, dude. dude. Yeah. Just yeah. got told this yeah. would
2: Yeah, and I was like, all right. That was and, a boss and, move. And
3: like, now you're in. California. Yeah. Like same situation with Montreal and North Car- or South Carolina or whatever, all by yourself.
2: Yeah, I right. was I was in California a week before I got the call to go to rugby practice. That's awesome. <laughs> awesome. So you so didn't like, tell anybody straight. you
0: left? Like any like I mean I'm sure you told your parents I told and my all.
2: parents and stuff. When I moved to Montreal I had a going away party and it, it was a well, blast. it's your first big move as California, an adult? Yeah.
0: You know, like this is like I'm doing it again for California. Later. I
2: was just like all right later. <laughs> yeah, That's awesome. Nice. Um, nice.
0: You're used to it now. I was like I'll see you guys again. Fuck yeah. okay, it, yeah. whatever.
2: And so um, that was really good because you know they I had that friendship base, and that that's the best thing about rugby whenever I would move to a new city rugby a rugby team would kind of become my family. Yeah. So camaraderie <laughs> of people that yeah. love and, what you love. And people, you, you know, rugby is very active people, right? Yeah. You know, they're going to make sure you're good. Right, <laughs> yeah. And, and
3: and that's like that opening, like an opening line. Like you're in yeah. a new place, you're able to walk into this thing, and you're instantly to be able to people, click it. Right. Yeah,
2: I mean, and get the living shit beat out of you. <laughs> um, Jeez. But playing rugby there, again, it just changed my whole world because I played rugby in – Chicago for so long, and then Montreal for a little bit, but then it was just like, I was playing with people from New Zealand. And, oh wow! Uh, okay, like this was a whole different kind of textbook rugby. And then I was like, Oh, this is actually how you play the game. You don't just like hit people <laughs> and get destroy drunk. people. Yeah. Like you know, um, like there's, a, we actually played strategy, and then um, so after that I moved or. Yeah, I played for them for a year, and then I started getting the itch again. Like, there's more, yeah, <laughs> you know? sure. Because Long Beach, like, it's easy to park your car, um, you know, and it just seemed too easy. I guess. All right. Um, I I knew a lot of really amazing people who I'm still friends with, but I still I was like, I need to be creative, right? So, how do you be creative and have security? Because i was like now i'm in california now i need to go for my dream i'm only here once right right?" yeah so then i said all right like i love music music that had been my creative outlet outside of painting right i was always going to concerts um
1: let's take a sip of that yeah
2: take more of my bourbon but i i was like going to concerts every weekend um i followed a fish all that Nice. And then, yeah. I yeah, like that. That was guy. fun. <laughs> and then, um, but my f- uh, friend Jay Pecco, who also went to Marist, um, he lived in Los Angeles and he worked for Disney. And he, Ooh. what, uh, the, you mentioned Destiny before yeah, this yeah. Uh, podcast. The video game. Yeah. So that was uh, Halo, right? No, but yes. Uh, what, what was the, Halo it, was very my
0: childhood, like, where I just erased everything from the first Xbox, like sixteen yeah. to nineteen, oh. it was like I don't need a It was job. very Halo. But
2: the reason very I very yeah, yeah, The reason like. I bring that up was uh, he worked with um, the guy who created Halo. Okay, and like God. he went, he got a job at Disney, and he made an iPhone app, and it became one of the most successful iPhone oh, apps Jesus. and games of all time. Uh, I was. Uh, where's my water? It was like. Uh, oh,
0: dude! I played the shit out of that game. Yeah. I'm not even like to you. My it friend made that. I was dude, at. That...
2: I was at Huntington Beach with him, and he had the papers and the algorithms dude, on how to code. I, 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 I was a driver, so yeah. that
0: was like my fucking. My downtime, I'd fucking play that game. Is that like right. Candy Crush? No, it's it's like uh, uh, to,
1: it's physics. There, you, it's a physics.
0: Yes. Game. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. But
2: like that process of being on the beach and seeing him like. He had a tax like stack of college papers, like going through algorithms, like how to, like how write water, the code how and, the yeah. physics of water works. So yeah. like, okay. he could code it into a computer because he's like, this is a cool game. We got this crocodile, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so it's like a puzzle uh, game. Uh, yeah. Pat. And and okay. We have to make sure up,
1: like pipes make water go.
3: Oh, to a I think spot. I actually know what you're talking about. so I was
2: like, he did that, and you know, um, I can go to LA and like do what I want, like, right? You know, make chase your. I'm here. So. Um, I took a job with Live Nation, um and I had a two year agreement with that company and I ended up having to pay back half of the relocation that they had fronted and Bastards. the work situation was bad. That so didn't, just bad. didn't like just, it or Um It was very aggressive and an A mi- an A minus was an F type oh. mentality oh, okay um, so they constantly they want always. you to hit home runs yes.
3: all the time
2: anything but perfection was like horrible and the there was no clarification about like what perfection was okay so it, it was just it's either
0: you have it or you don't yeah, have it, it was if like, you don't have it you got enough
2: if they had the rub like it wouldn't be that bad but so it was
0: just, so like your hard work that you talked about where you got pushed to Montreal so fast like you're hard worker. You know what you're it doing. Was, yeah, that business it drive it, again, it it like that. Translate trying
2: to please other people and like be where right. I was supposed to be, to right. like be a good, um, you know, be successful. But that wasn't my definition of successful. Yeah. Right? Nice. So then I'm there, and I'm like, all right, now I get my definition. So I'm going to go to work for Live Nation, and I worked in business intelligence uh, for Live Nation. That sounds awesome. It, it was it was super cool um, until it was horrible. Wow. Um, and they had... Um, it's like your first girlfriend. I, prov- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I love you. Yeah. Uh, I, oh, I met I can... somebody <laughs> within a week. Um, it, it was great. And then um, uh, just how those businesses work. Um, th- it's a very seasonal business. And that's where I got my well, taste a, of... It's like a
0: very competitive business. Live Nation. The You're, Bite of LA. Yeah.
2: yeah. I mean, it was... Um, I got laid off. Within three months of working there with no, oh, no, se- no severance, no, no nothing, no, no just nothing. S- goodbye. Just, like, I, you didn't earn your keep, no, we're like, not giving you shit. <laughs> they said, This is a security guard, he's gonna take you out. Oh, yeah, wow. Um, oh. And then, um, now I have a lease, I have a 12 month lease, um, scary, on an apartment. I know nobody. In the city of 11 million people, I'm starting to get right? anxiety just you telling yeah. me this, dude. Yeah.
1: I smoke too <laughs> much to get anxiety. Yeah. <laughs> <Because> <laughs> like,
2: but what are you gonna do, right? Yeah, right. You gotta, you gotta so, buckle
1: down and fucking figure it rip out, it yeah. rip it and rip it. Yeah.
2: And I remember like being on, um, not welfare, but what, when do you what do you get when unemployment? State... Unemployment, yeah, yeah, bro, um, guy, I
0: I, I, so I, I, I got being... all the loopholes figured out. I can tell you. <laughs>
2: yeah. I remember being on unemployment. And like spending some of my unemployment check on canvases because I was like, while I was applying for jobs, I was like, well, the passion is like, coming back. This will make me feel better. Yeah. And like, nice. Nobody needs to know about this. <laughs> it's a, it's a, why? What do you it, mean? It, like, hang on. Why does nobody need to know about it? I mean, I should have been showing everybody, right? Yeah, uh, yeah no, no, but, no, 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 no. He, he's
3: my, he's talking about like no one needs to know about his art. Oh, the, that, well, the expense, like, I'm, oh, I'm, right, right, you right, know, right.
2: Loss. I should be fully like dedicated. you should be making sure you got food. Of your being fucking a right, person, right, right, right. And here I am buying like art supplies. Listen, bro, it, I've been I've been the your... last
3: guy on the job, and the truck driver drives by and he gives me two checks. It <laughs> says you're done. <laughs> so oh, don't worry.
0: In that, like, in retrospect, like was that not one of your better moves instead of like saying you know what fuck it let's try to find another job let's live instead you're like let me focus on my work
2: yeah no definitely like a critical moment and just because
0: you could have been like you know what fuck it the same working i'm going, I'm going back, back home. to chicago yeah, yeah like
3: you, every you, you could
2: every incentive was go back home right and, and
0: like, i think all three of us would have gone back home to be quite honest like i would have been like All right, I failed. I don't know. I'm going home.
2: If that
1: made him so happy, if that, if that's like going home would make me happy. Maybe going home
0: would make him happy. Maybe painting would. Maybe the fear got like washed out by the happiness of you just getting sucked into your work. You know, touche.
3: But now, yeah. Also,
2: like you say, everything like the bits and pieces, right? Like I had already been somewhere that I didn't know. Right. You know, I had already right.
0: And so Montreal was a blessing in disguise. You know, well, like that's at what least we're these, saying. these people speak my language, at least, yeah. <laughs> you know, Th- yeah. this goes into everything that like, kind of like happens dude, for a reason. Dude, right. you are a destiny, yeah. a puzzle, and you place the pieces the right way before we'll. you got to L.A.
2: I placed them the wrong way many times. Well, no, we all do. <laughs> that's life. Well, like, we, learn. you know,
3: it, it's funny how things always seem. And I, I go back to like, yes, being like a good person, how everything kind of just seems to shake out the way. Works out yeah, like, a lot. It seems like
0: I fucked up right now, but when you're looking back, you're like, that was one of the biggest life lessons that shaped me who I am now. Yeah. You know, like in the moment, you're like, I fucking hate this. This is the worst. But six months down the road, you're like,
3: I'm glad that happened. Oh, yeah. You look you back know? and you, there's stuff that you can laugh at, but uh... so, all right, you're laid off in LA. And you're using yeah. a little bit of your unemployment buying them yeah. canvases, or buying well, I'm canvases. I'm doing I got and so, of food the
2: dream. and yeah. I was, I was, uh, I actually a friend of mine helped me get a job. I worked uh, two J.C. Penny commercials. No big deal. At, Boo. at, Damn. Uh, hey, boom! Damn! Boom! Hey. Catalog? Probably what? bought
1: that sweater. No, it was shirtless. On TV. Shirtless TV. <laughs> All my, right. They used my <laughs> Ford Focus for one of the shots. Oh, no. <laughs> again, like not to brag. <laughs> no big deal. No
2: <laughs> but, big deal. Um like that really helped me and I absolutely loved that working in production um and I you know the camaraderie and uh the fast paced mentality of it I was like this, this camaraderie cool.
3: in that in that world
2: yeah so it was to- totally Oh, see I
3: would have thought I thought it would have been different
0: same like maybe clash
2: but I was like running coffee to um
0: Oh so you're like a PA
2: I I was a production assistant yeah <laughs> okay and I I like went to starbucks but you're and, a worker
0: so like you're i'll fucking run laps on you guys yeah, don't yeah I,
3: I just thought it would have been more like you know coming back from like where we're from to where it was like once again a little bit different little backstabbing going on
2: well that's why i liked it because production is kind of like creative construction work it's like Ooh. construction work but in a creative environment and it's like a different mentality like you can be like Weird and wacky, and it's not like a bad thing. Like, it's not going to ruin I like the job. That. Yeah. So, like I, in construction. So, <laughs> I, I loved. I loved doing that, um, and I actually had like a producer that ordered a triple hot uh, espresso. Triple like, hot. Venti, you ordered that something like a mocha, it. whatever. And I, I brought. I like. Um, uh, it was horrible getting into it. I had to get seven drinks, and I got her the drink right away. And I remember she took a sip from it, and it was the most stressful situation to go there. And (laughs) I had to use the bathroom so bad. And, I like, people were calling me nonstop because somebody had delayed the order. Anyways, this lady took us – after this, uh, like, hour of complete stress of people not stopping calling me – She took a sip from it and just threw it out right in my face. So So now like right in my face.
3: This is a JC Penny commercial.
2: Yeah. But I mean those are big budget commercials. Oh no.
3: I'm just Um, I'm just saying. Like I'm just not not dogging it or anything. Just I mean, but they're next to lane for like
2: I mean that's why I got hired because it was such a big thing and they needed five PAs, which is you know, for a commercial, that's sure. a lot. Though. Did you laugh? Yeah. It that's off. a lot, dude. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I
1: would have laughed it off like this fucking
0: mother. I mean, I would have been angry because i was like, you pretentious nah. fuck. No. Who the fuck are
1: nah, you?
2: You know, can't be, a, be you're angry. You're so tired at that point. I, I was working. <laughs> you <laughs> you, <laughs> you just, had to pee so bad. I was I was working till ten at night, and I'd have to be in Calabasas, which is like um, an hour and a half away. At like oh. five. my call time was five in the morning. Jesus. I loved it though. It was. But, you're I mean, crazy. That, those, that, that's why you're successful. Guys, is because you're crazy. You're uh, a little crazy. Oh yeah, I, I, for sure. I, I'm definitely a little.
0: You crazy. yeah, like <laughs> to, to have that drive. Like, I mean, I, but I that work, falls
3: I, into that like that you were saying, like the the hustle and the grind and the hustle and bustle. Like, what you're saying. Uh, you right?
0: know, we, we we talked about David Goggins a little bit before. You, yeah. You, do you know who David, David Goggins is? He's an ultra marathon runner, ex Navy SEAL. Okay. And like broke his body, but never quit like that's just the there's a, a level of mentality willpower that sucks for a lot of people 99 percent of people but because of the experiences you had kind of brought you to this place where like i want to keep doing this and you fought like me being tired me fucking not wanting this maybe and fought through it and then ended up loving it like like any marathon runner like
2: i can well, only that, s- that
3: dude doesn't even listen, use fucking headphones dude's weird doesn't even I mean use not, headphones, man. Yeah, yeah. He, he that, broke that's
2: similar to like Matt Hoffman, you, uh, that BMX dude. There? That guy
0: yeah. is—he he went brain dead. You, did you see that story? Like, yeah, he's a big inspiration of mine, dude. He's <laughs> that dude is say, Absolutely, like there's there's no—he there, he doesn't say no,
2: right? But it, like his mentality was like, I have this body, and if I don't like. Like beat the living shit out of it. I feel like I haven't used it. Yeah. Like exactly I, I do apply I that to my. That art.
0: dude broke records on his BMX. Like there's things that
3: people will not try
0: Look that he fans, tried. You know? uh, yeah,
3: David David Goggins or whatever he broke the pull up record, and he lit. That's the only time that he wore headphones, and it was the Rocky the, <laughs> on, <laughs> on, <laughs> on repeat, dude. <laughs> I, really... I want to say it was like for like 26 hours. That's torture, but, dude, that's,
0: but that's, that's he's. Like I'm not he, saying you're that level of insa- insane, but like there's no. that,
3: But that's a mental brain or the the human the, brain the, where you have pain, to like tell yourself the, the pain yeah. of
0: like possible failure is almost like a success for you, so you keep pushing for it, right? Like it's, yeah. I mean, I've had it at one point in my life, and now I'm just like, I just need a job to keep my kids alive. You know, <laughs> yeah. now no. it's just a security blanket where I'm just gonna do what I gotta do. But I'll anyway, I, 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 I'll pray, pour I, my I praise out you, for you. But
3: Let's carry on. Yeah. With, so uh, you're a, you're a PA. Now I know that term. Or the JC (laughs) Dude Any commercial I thought I I I fucked it up When I said it (laughs) No
2: I had this like Realization that like If I'm gonna do something creative And like Music was a huge part of my life But um, If I'm gonna do this Professionally And if I'm gonna commit to it In California I'm gonna do it for me I'm not gonna do it Right For anybody else I'm not gonna like Try to do it Through some company I'm not going to, like, try to get a job. No middleman. Oh, I'm creative because I have this job. No, I'm going to make exactly what What I want. What you want to do and what you're passionate about. Yeah, and and I don't care what anybody thinks.
3: Okay, so how do you do that?
2: Well, yeah, I mean, I had to really just um, think about what that actually was. Like, I didn't even really know what that was at the time. So um, what I actually did was... I just painting on the canvas, just like all that exploring, all that was still happening in my apartment. Um and it was growing more and more. But um like, you know, how do I actually express that? Um and I need to pay my rent. Yeah. First. For sure, for sure. So, So
3: um and at this point i mean you're like you were just saying this is just yeah. you're getting to this point so, point. and
2: i had really good experience right so like i just um uh applied for every generic job um that had my skill set and i ended up getting like one of that like m- much better ones <laughs> to, strictly by circumstance um but because so no I, more live I, nation I had,
0: bullshit uh
2: yeah no more that's all gone now yeah. you're on to... Well yeah, the creative business like that like I, I'm gonna be the creative business. I right. don't wanna depend on that for anybody. I'm gonna make my money and I'm gonna make exactly what I want to make. Yeah. Um so but what like that still needed to grow. That wasn't alive yeah. yet. Right. Um, so
0: so when I first called you out in the beginning of the show, like you're a known artist. At this point you're do you even know anybody? Your, your toes are just getting dipped right now. <laughs> do I know anybody? No, I mean, no, do, like, seriously. Do you, like, do you know oh, at anybody at,
3: at this point? No, yeah. As an hey, artist, can, can you get my autograph book out there? Consider, <laughs> no, no, no.
0: Now, okay. As, as an artist, like, this is where you are really going to sink your teeth 12, in.
2: Twelve, Because everybody in Los Angeles is a fucking artist, right? Right. right. Well, like, yeah. everybody says they are, but that, the difference that, that's is, the big thing, right? right. Um, so, but I'm just saying, at, so at this
3: that, time that, now, could that
0: be? Oh, sorry. Go ahead.
3: No, I'm just saying at this time now, you're, like, putting your foot down, saying, this is what I want to do. Do you even, like, like I said, how do you do it? Do you even know anybody now? Or, like...
2: Um, I, I, I knew a couple people, obviously, how I got into the production jobs. I had friends.
3: Sure. No, um, no, but I meant, like... In your art The art world No No one one. Again Nobody Nobody. Just feet in the water
2: That's what I would
0: have bought my plane Take it back home I'm just telling you right now That's the scared little bitch I am I'd, I'd be one time. of those homeless people. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'd be saying, like, man. these
3: people not a party. Give me that tent. I mean, I'd be giving
0: tug jobs. But yeah, one L.A. party, and then he's got to look for two months of rent, dude. Like yeah. shit's fucking legit out there. So you just straight went like,
1: I don't give a fuck. This is what I'm doing right now. I'm making art. Fuck it. I'm paying my rent with art right now.
2: Um, well, no, I had a uh, so I wanted to, but it wasn't ready yet. Okay, so I had to. Um, I got the – I finally landed a job to, like, uh, pay my rent and all that. And live. Uh, Steady. with, like, a large food company. Yeah, nice. And then um, I just kept painting. And it still, like, wasn't, like, I could actually do this. It was, like, you know, this is how I'm going to, like, express myself and be my person. That idea of succeeding for other people is kind of dead. I'm just going to get that done to pay the piper, sure. Yeah. And then I'm gonna really go after what make what's yeah. fulfilling to me as a person, like the ends justifies awesome. the means right. type. So situation. there was never any like monetary expectation, right? Um, at the beginning, it was just you know how like how can I be happy? Like how can I um, really get these ideas out there? Yeah.
3: Okay. So now you're working for this, you said food company or whatever you want, and so you're you're working on it you're getting your stuff together now what is like what is the first step now from that to where
2: well i had a friend die um so like one of the friends that i had that lived by where i moved uh that i was like close with that i hadn't heard from in like six months and they kind of fell off the face of the earth it was because they died holy fuck no um and Drugs. I found out, like, six months later after all the funeral and everything happened because nobody knew I knew this person. Wow. You know? So that's when I remember going to work and getting through the day. And there was uh, Swain's, which is now gone, but it's in Glendale, California. And I just went there, and I remember spending, like, $300 on just big canvases. And I was like, fuck it, I'm going big. Yeah. Ooh. Um, and I like, like it, man. Uh, you know, that's when it would like, The emotions start really manifesting. Okay, and that's where you you found
0: your heart for art. And I could
2: get initially; it was like getting away from those bad ideas, right? Like getting um, that, um, like that angst out. So a lot of the earlier work—I'm not sure how much you've seen or not—is like uh, paint splattered on canvas. Like um, I'm a virgin. Very um, into like. The splatter aspect and very aggressive colors. Because what you were feeling. Yeah. 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 Um, Like putting your
3: anger onto it.
2: After having everything taken away from me, I finally had this stability. And then it was like, oh, my God, like, can I hold on to this now? Like, you know, that invincibility idea that you have when you're young is kind of taken away. Yeah. The
3: immortal aspect of it that right where life is real and
2: you are mortal right right. this isn't going anywhere right right. so um that's when that really aggressive work started flowing out um and i also started feeling like all a a lot of art was most ideas of art very serene very calming and i was like fuck that i want to be aggressive i to be in your (laughs) face yeah i want to be like that that leans more towards emotions right you know that's when you
0: Yes, and that's why I was, you know, early on I was talking about like I'm not an artist now, but it helped me. It was therapy.
2: Yeah, no, absolutely. Blank your
0: mind, put it on the work.
2: So so those songs like from Hot Water Music and sure, sure. um like Alkaline Trio, th- those really helped me get through that and like process that, but like I was uh expressing that on these big canvases. And there was one gallery, um, it, was, it was actually a broken down like empty shack next to a bar, a punk rock bar I used to go to.
0: Makes sense, um, though. Makes sense. And it
2: said, like, <laughs> artists inquire here. Oh, fuck. And so I emailed, and uh, that, um, I showed him my work. He's like, you should have a solo show. Um, this guy, Nick Don't mind if Gagliarducci, I do. awesome guy. Um, Sounds familiar. I'm not going to lie. I did uh, the fir- my first uh, solo show. Um, he ended up giving me a full solo show at this gallery, um, and it cleaned up really nice. It, it looked amazing. Um, and I called it Marlon Brando's Eyes. Because um, nice. there's a lyric from a Slipknot song. Slipknot. That said.
0: Some live once." It was amazing. Go ahead. It said,
2: uh, you can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes. Oh, nice. And it was a. I dig that. Corey dig from Slipknot had heard it. From uh, a homeless guy walking around on uh, Venice Beach, that was out of his mind, and all he kept screaming was, Was "You can't see California without Marlon Brando's eyes," because Marlon Brando is like the idea of California. He built Hollywood, right? But like, what is within those eyes? What is he seeing? What is he darkness? Yeah. So there's there's a lot of lights, some fucking yeah, Um, pain, whatever. Yeah. That was my first chance to really like um, just. Uh, get my ideas out there, and it was uh, it was awesome because I got to just go for it and make what exactly what I wanted, um, and that was also another like culture thing. I was like, we're gonna need at least two kegs for this thing, <laughs> <laughs> and like we didn't yes. even go through one yeah. keg. Yeah, that's a um, Southside thought. Oh, for Maybe sure. Some and it, like a lot of people came. There were probably two hundred, three hundred people that came through, um, which. I mean, even now for an art show, like that's big. You know, uh, yeah. yeah, that's big, dude. But, um, it was just um, the promotion I had learned from throwing concerts and stuff so, when yeah, I was younger. I talked
0: about that early, and yeah. but yeah, before so the podcast, yeah, before the podcast started. But so um, you you got some history in that too. Just, yeah, so my, I street teamed it. You did so, it all, man. Fuck.
3: So like when you're now you're going through this. This is your first like show, mm-hmm. and your first like real dabble into this art mm-hmm. world. Now, when you're going through this and now you have this inspiration of this loss and you're listening to this music for it, was there like an artist then that you were kind of looking at? Or was it, was just just... Um,
2: back then, uh, Banksy was like my primary motivator. Well, oh, Banksy yeah. is um,
3: legendary.
2: And uh, an artist I actually met at DePaul was Tony Fitzpatrick, who he makes all of his artworks about neighborhoods in Chicago. Okay, um, beautiful. And that was like, he was a massive inspiration to me. But that was where, and again, like the elective I took with the priest at DePaul, where we painted the abstract Way ideas, back then. He would just have me paint. He's like, paint paint this quote, and you can't use any words. Right. You can only use imagery to, like, say what this quote says. Okay. So. Um,
3: and, you know, it's funny because, obviously, I, I've known you now, and, I, I like, looking back at your art, now you're saying that, and then every piece that you have. I mean, even right. on your website has this, like, song or whatever. So not, yeah, yeah okay. Cause I'm just drawing everything you together. Could the dots I wanted right to yes, do it right.
2: about Chicago and um, like all the different areas of Chicago that I loved. But I was like, this music I really sit with, it, and I feel like these people are really underrepresented. So why, like, why can't I just do that? I'll just paint these abstract ideas of what this music means to me. Yeah. Um, And so that started, like, really flowing out. Yeah. Um, And then um, from that, like, after I had my first solo show, it was like, whoa. Like, a lot of people came. I was at a powerlifting gym, which is where I started using Instagram. And uh, a lot of people at this powerlifting gym were becoming Insta-famous, right? Um, Oh. And I was kind of – I was getting really pissed off because all they did – was take pictures of them shirtless, like, doing squats, and they were having, like, 50,000, 100,000 followers.
0: So back to your first show, right? What was your expectations versus reality?
2: Um, Expectation was... Again, I just wanted to throw a rager. I just wanted everybody to have an awesome <laughs> Double time. Double kegger. I was like, let's do like, it. It's your my shit. Show like you know. You were trying to get people wanted, there for I a wanted, party and then
0: see what I am.
2: If I made money to pay for the kegs, I was totally yeah. happy. yeah, dude. I which love I that. did. That's awesome. I fucking
0: love that, man. And
2: yeah. Because, with Banksy as my like primary motivation, like the, um, that purity that's in his work. That you know this exists and there's nothing expected of you right like you you, you're entitled to this idea right yeah i was like if we can all it's a good mentor like i was like my rent's paid like i've got this job like yeah like like you know it'll all work out and so like you know like it was just creating the center. it's kind of like lighting a fire right like just getting people energized man Um, i like that same. And so once I started that, then it was like, well, where do I take the work? Because I'll never make the same piece again. Um, I'll never do the same thing twice. And then, like, how do I grow that? Yeah. So then, the work started getting more technical. I was buying different kinds of art supplies, playing with palette knives and different kinds of graffiti. Started. So you got about, full into it. Yeah, and then I started learning about the different street artists in LA um, at the time who. Um,
1: Some of the best, I hear. Yeah. I've um, seen some... I mean, uh, I follow shit like that on yeah, on Facebook and no, all I'm, that.
2: Absolutely, like, absolutely. Mm-hmm. But this was also, like, when we talk. Like, the reason I bring up the Powerlifting Gym and the Instagram followers oh, man, was because, like, um, these guys were all becoming famous. And out of spite, I was basically saying, like, you guys aren't creating... Like, Anything. Right, muscle. Right. We just had this huge party where, like, uh, all these people came. I had... My uh, next door neighbor, who was the guitarist for the 210s, which is like a really big punk band, like they played in the gallery. The Rituals, uh, my friend's uh, band, played in the gallery, and we just oh. had live bands play for no it's reason. It's way cooler than muscles, with is what tags, you're thinking, there were, right? There was live music, beer, oh. art. Like, what yeah. else do you want? And for a and party, and right?
3: what are you guys doing except coming to this gym? Exactly. And posing so with like, your workout pump. I was yeah. like,
2: yeah, a little bit spiteful, and then that's when I started. I was like. You know the stuff I'm doing in my apartment is way cooler than this, and so I was friends with all these guys on Instagram, and I was just taking time lapse videos. I started do like I, I would just set my iPhone on my radiator while I painted on my right. Table. Yeah, I've,
3: I've seen a bunch of those of you. He was yeah. just showing me.
2: Yeah, and um, basically just to say like, oh, you think you're cool? Yeah. Like, right. Um, uh, fuck you. But can yeah. you do this? Right. Um, and then that started getting attention on social media and that was how kind of like how that started forming but i still had no concept of like you know i had no confidence that like i am an artist it was just i was just making art to, yeah f- to make people energized and excited about something and that was a really big thing for me like that art should like wake you up it's yeah. like you're here yeah like th- right like it should, should make you feel it, something it shouldn't be like to make you feel calm it shouldn't be to um which you know art serves a great purpose for that in sure. certain situations it's more environmental um but at that point in time i i was very adamant that like art should um engage people um and so when i started putting it on social media that's when like i people love the videos and i started getting a following but i was like oh that's cool um, and then gradually that turned into me like, you know, whoa, people really like this. Maybe I should like just do this kind of thing. Um, so while that was happening, I was building another body of work over that year. And I called Nick and I said, hey, like, I th- I think I want to do another show. He's like, hell yeah, man. I like, <laughs> nice. actually and got people here last time. And
3: when you say like a body of work, like it's multiple pieces yeah a series yes yeah. yeah, series. where
2: the first one was like the everything i had made up to that point but this was more intentional so this was right. you know um did it every, mean more every, to you what um every series has meant more to me okay to no but like no, that's a great answer that that's a great
3: answer but i think what pete was trying to say like now you're 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 kind of like do you have a chip on your shoulder now because what you're saying at that gym like those guys getting like that following like are you a little bit more motivated now? Like you were saying with your first thing, it's like starting a fire. Now there's this, is this getting it going even more?
2: Yeah, so then that started building, and I was like, wait, I can actually use this to, like, get people to the show. Yeah. Um, See, and-
3: go,
0: I just want to say, like, uh, the chip on the shoulder with, you know, walking into that, it could be a double-edged sword. You know, like people, like, all right. Totally, yeah. We're, we're here. I ain't got to do nothing more. Right. But you took it as a drive. Like, no, yeah. right. This is this is an outlet that I could push way farther.
3: And that's what I meant too, like a chip on the shoulder I'm to sorry. Be like I... to, no no no. I just meant like cuz he was talking about like how I, these guys I'm are getting sorry. I want to go pee. Yeah. Fuck you, Dave. I'm sorry. No, but like asshole. he he was just telling stories about like these guys getting recognition and like, a little bit of, like, social media fame, if you will. Right, right, right. By doing nothing. And now here's Mike working his ass off doing on something. Doing something. Okay, right. okay, okay. My, so my I, I just met the chip on the shoulder. I, I does that, never, does I that drive you – does that make you go harder, hustle harder, really put more Absolutely. time into this stuff? To, yeah. Yeah.
2: So then I was like, oh, the video should look cooler. The, right. like, um, concept needs to improve. Like, And I actually started incorporating – Things I learned in that those AutoCAD classes ah, into the pieces, and I was like, okay, like, what could I do with perspective? Goddamn! Like, what if these two weird angles added up? Oh, make, like, those, yeah, that Dude, that's thing. nice. And, nice. and um, so, but again, like you know, dealing with the levity of Los Angeles, like building that, sus, like, substance into the work. Yeah, right. Um, so pieces started getting more serious um and the music was still my main outlet right um so then i remember woe was a primary piece in that which was a representation of a say anything song um and the lyric was i can't get laid in this town Without these pointy fucking shoes, my feet are so black and blue, and so are you. <laughs> yeah. So the structure of it is uplifting, and then I use only used black and blues to like make nice. The shoes. But nice. I mean, it's
0: crazy that you took a, a fucking a verse that hit you, that hit you from a song, and made it your art.
2: Yeah, I mean that, and then that kept growing, right?
0: Right, um, and, and obviously you're gonna be before you even start. On your work, you're gonna find a song that's like this is this is hitting me. And then as you're working, you listen to a song, and then you get more involved in that song, right? Like sucks yeah. you in more. Like you find the and deeper just, version of that song that yeah. people aren't paying attention to.
2: And the different ways you listen to music at different points in your life, like I think, have shaped the different series of sure. Right, that right, I've right.
3: Done. It, like how long does like one of these pieces take from like conception um, to, to finish
0: very good questions
2: um they've taken anywhere from uh like 72 hours to like three four months oh.
3: and like when you say like 72 that's like you like really
2: that's like, 72 hours of work right that's yeah not, no yeah. right In right three
3: days 72 hours yeah.
0: over fucking three weeks whatever
2: mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Um, does it
0: feel like work no
1: okay
2: I, I, you know, uh, no, no, so, uh, okay, okay, it's so, work, but so it doesn't feel like- now so, it feels like more like so, work. so.
0: Now you're saying like you go anywhere from this to that. Is there a point where you hit like almost say like a writer's block where you're on a piece and you're like, I don't know what I want to do next?
2: Yeah, now, um,
0: now more than ever.
2: Um, well, I've continued to change it up so much, but. I do feel like it's limitless in some perspectives. Of course. Um, but the reason I like doing the songs and sticking to that ethos is because when you shut off certain channels, like if you paint, if you're going to make a painting, but then you say, I'm only going to make it black and white, your brain goes in a totally different direction to make something in just black and white than you ever would have made in color. Okay. Uh, I got gotcha. you. Because you're like, oh, I'm going yeah, to no. these elements. Yeah. So, like, the reason I like doing this is because i can pay homage to um these artists that have you know you know given their lives to music um and helping give that to younger generations and then challenge that or inspire that
0: yeah i respect that i feel like any single one of us can understand music and
3: being the importance of how we feel well, and that's what I you like know, about, like, like, each piece, too, though, because I think everyone, when it comes to music, and, like, you just sat there and recited that lyric to where you're. something Yeah, different. I can do that for everyone one of my pieces. No, no, right, and that's no, where like, I'm going with this. Like, everyone has something music-wise to where, like, you could think back to it. Right. A...
0: But the thing that, that is crazy about the art form of it is, like, that lyric you spit out meant something to him and it meant something completely different to me and sure. something completely yeah, different to you. All that's, feel different yeah, and that's, but it was that idea of quantifying
2: it. Yes. Like, nobody's right. ever quantified this. Absolutely. And, like, it's been understood at, uh, like, the musical level, but, like, what has been done to see what it feels like. I don't know. That just totally made sense to me at the no, time. No, I, I think it No, it, does. No, no, yeah. no, it really does.
3: And that's what I was trying to get at. Yeah, that's Like, what, you're, you're yeah. taking this thought and idea and feeling, and now you're putting it on to your canvas, and you're really holding it there and showing. Like, this is what was what I was feeling, this is what I was going through, and this is what I... You know, and you're making and, that true art out of and, it. And then when
0: it comes to your artwork, like we were talking, like the, the, a lyric that can mean something different to somebody else, same with your artwork. I could look at your artwork and be like, okay, maybe he was sensing this emotion, but the next person walks up and be like, oh, well, this no, is...
3: No, I think he was going this right. way with it. Yeah. And
0: that's... I mean, that's the beautiful thing about art is... I could look at a different piece or a same piece of art 10 times and depending on my mood, I'm going to have a different feeling about what the mood expression is, you know? And that's, and that's why art is so gratifying, I think. But that's
2: why it's important too, because it, it forces you to, it's like that line in the sand that forces you to reflect on certain things. Like, right. Why did I feel like it felt that way at that point in time? Why did I, why do I feel like it felt that way now? Like what else does that?
0: Right. but it's as true. the artist yeah. you put us there like i can't put us there
3: Not not only that you put it there it's it's like it's it, like because made- ener-
2: yeah and the energetic work i was making like uh i i wanted it to give energy and wake people up but then like you know somebody might have under seen that and been like you know that dude was like uh grabbing paint and throwing, throwing it, it literally throwing it at the canvas he was shooting it out of things he was like in order to get this done somebody from a more technical background and they, they see it from that perspective and what does that say about the words so um, I,
0: I don't mean to step off track too, but you're obviously one of the better artists I know my, my sister-in-law is an artist I know some people from Chicago but I've seen videos of people doing, and I'm not a judge for artists, but I've seen people taking, say, tubs of paint Mm -hmm. and spinning them.
2: Oh, yeah, like uh, Caleb Schwab. Is there? The guy from Canada. Yeah, he's in Montreal.
0: So Holy shit, it's all going back. Right, but now there's copycats.
2: Yes, which is a...
0: How do you feel about that, like I get the originality of you like I can make something beautiful with the randomness, but now you got I would imagine that's a huge thing in that six hundred other people making a profit off of this, possibly
2: yeah, I mean art is pretty expansive, right there's different ways to interpret different color it.
0: interpretations different right so yeah. how do you how do you feel about that as an artist though
2: um I mean, it's context means everything. Um, Sure. There's, uh, like, I've seen Caleb grow through the years. I was talking with him on Instagram uh, when he started out, and I've seen him grow to, like, one of the biggest hot artists. Uh, He blew up. Yeah. He blew up. Um, But, But, like, he's approaching it from uh, a pretty pure perspective, I feel like, and... He understands that he's playing with motion and physics uh, to create. I mean, it's beautiful idea. stuff. It, I'm, not, no, I'm, not yeah. gonna, I'm not gonna say that it, it's it's satisfying on Instagram, it, it, which it also helps. right? Yeah, but um, I, I, you know. I'm
0: sorry for stepping away from from what you're trying to get at. I just I, it's it's a curiosity for the the art world for me, especially be just being a,
3: especially talking to someone else to see how they feel about right, it. Right,
0: like you put in, and I'm not saying. He doesn't put in that thought process of what you're going to do for a piece. You know, like for an experienced artist, you're going to really think about your next project. You're not just going to. All right. Well, I I stubbed my toe this morning. Let me make a piece about that. You're going to it's going to be a process like, all right, well, what's going on in my life? Let me figure this out. Let me build it. Let me focus it before I start working on it. Right.
2: Yeah, but I think that's why context is super important because I'm like that, but, like, other people aren't. Right. right okay. True. Okay. Sure, sure, sure. So, um... But, like... Like, it, it's very different than copycats, basically. Like, there's different um, ways to go about creating art, right? Like, and, so, you know, there's some amazing art that can be made in five minutes. There's...
3: Yeah, like duct taping a banana to the wall. Touche. Uh, Dude. I don't even want to right? talk about I mean, that. but that's that's how, like going to context like what you're saying right i mean someone decided to say that that was worth 100 grand or whatever Hundred twenty thousand. 120,000 yeah. i would like to bend the guy to eat the banana Th- oh Same. this is this is a raw question does that make you mad or how how do you just feel about that i think
2: that? i think it's pretty vile um <laughs> I was not what part i maybe i shouldn't be saying this but um you know, uh, I feel like there's... My, my my mom works at a children's cancer hospital. Oh, and, God bless. Um, Good $120,000 means to somebody... Oh, who, like St. Jude's or... Yeah, yeah. like this completely in debt whose kid has cancer. And just to see middle class, like what $120,000 means to those people. The idea that... Um, I, I, um, again, I think that artist is phenomenal. Uh, you know... Um, They're known for their practical jokes um, on the art world, and I get that it's a statement, um, and that it might be bigger than the like immediate idea. What it is, yeah, uh, the perception. But um, I think that artist kind of wants to. Wake up that feeling in me, if that makes sense. No, without a doubt. That's the cool thing about it is that. I mean, that's that's the art form. Absolutely. What do you think about it, and more importantly, what are you going to do about it?
0: Yeah. I was. I mean, I wasn't against that piece that you were talking about with the bananas on the fucking with the duct tape on the wall. But I like that we hit that. I mean, mean, any one of us could have did it, but dude, it was a vision that only one saw.
2: But could you have? Oh, absolutely.
0: But
3: no, yeah. uh, you could I'm have went outside is, right now like, and duct taped it to your but, but, garage, but, but you don't you have the following. If you duct
2: taped a banana to a wall. I, I could do it right it now, and I'm going to get $0. Right. And that's now, what now Mike's going go to
3: with the context and like who yes, you are. Correct. Correct. And, and, and that's what I'm trying to
0: get and, at, like, any of us could do it, but it's the context of the moment of what you're seeing.
2: That particular person doing it at that point in time. Yes. Which grows more and more. And
0: that could have been a bust for him.
2: A sent through your career. Right.
0: But it hit
3: home. So, but anyway, back to um, your story. Back to yeah. my You're working Hansen. on your your second your second uh, at the the what would you would you oh, call yeah. it a gallery so, next so to that, the punk rock place?
2: Yeah. So then I did inept, which inept I think was my real uh, first statement as a solo show. Um, that was one of the most fun events I've ever done. But inept was where I was uh, not ingrained in the art world. I was sending these images of these paintings that everybody was, like, loving on social media, and I didn't feel there was a disconnect, like, because I was... Uh, that might have been my bias because I was so closely ingrained with the concept behind them. But, you know, I was filling out endless applications to all the cool galleries in Los Angeles, and um that angry side of me came up and said, uh, you know you know none of this is good enough for you guys is it like yeah. um, um you know it's not good in um what is good enough and um so i basically said through my little fit and said you know what this is inept this is not good enough
3: and oh okay and, like and the i i
2: printed out a three foot sign that just said inept and big ass. I th- nice. And then said Mike yeah. Habs and nice. Jack Lord Tomas that I did the um uh show with and That's it so... just said inept and our names. That's and I was so like awesome. this is not good enough and what and there were like 500 to 700 people that came. Holy fuck. Uh, they had to empty out the room because it got, like, too hot. No shit. Nice. Yeah. Awesome.
3: Um, well, Do you think, like, uh, shaking the cage a little bit, like, in that,
2: in that way? Did like, that help you? Like, like
3: okay, this guy's kind of, like, you know, pushing the norm in um, that sense of, like. I,
2: I was still very in my bubble, yeah. Um, but. Again, it was more just about creating the party that I wanted to make, yeah. and I didn't have to answer to anybody. God, it seems and a little more Banksy. Awesome. Thank you to too. Nick for letting me, letting me do that. Like, yeah, Dude, that's, that's awesome. awesome, man. But I, it, it it
1: was that the first Banksy thing you felt you did.
2: Um, I still don't feel like I've made anything. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anymore. okay, but, but like I would say I mean, like Banksy's a legendary. Having learned more, you about know what it, I mean? Like the do it yourself mentality. Yeah. Yes, um, go against
0: the grain type f- yeah. art form.
2: Mm-hmm. And it was just full of people. And I had my friend that DJed, and his, <laughs> under his DJ booth, it just said inept in big letters. That's so awesome. Like, none of this is good enough. and That's uh, the brand, bro. You know, That's but, yeah.
3: awesome. Did, is that when you, like, maybe started feeling a little bit of, like, success for yourself? Maybe a little, like, maybe your stuff was you know you had the chance like here we go yeah
2: when when that many people were that enthusiastic about yeah that, that's awesome really, like thinking like i but really like have something here
0: so in the moment though you got all these people that are just for that right now did you wake up the next morning and like i should be more humble or were you kind no, of riding that night?
2: That? like it, it was a train wreck it was like i like getting through that show because again I was doing the shows myself. I was getting all the booze. I was doing I was doing all the all things. So you're running I the was, whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um and I was doing the email campaigns, Instagram campaigns. Oh my God. Uh-huh. <laughs> I have I have a struggle
0: doing Instagrams for yeah. this fucking podcast.
2: But I was like I just gotta like it was just more just like letting the homies know. Like I gotta make sure the homies know. Yeah, like, right, right. Yeah, 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 yes. right, right yes, yes. I let them know they're come. And it has yeah. to be cool. Yeah, right. Right. Um so it was just about, again, throwing that great, that cool party yeah. um, that I wanted people to be at. And I, I would I like actually that a have a lot. I like the
0: angle. Yeah. Add an ep- Make it fun before it's. Yeah. yeah. I
2: had I had the paintings and then a QR at the bottom left corner. Ooh. And then a description of like what the painting was about. Damn. But the, we could learn and then then a lot from this. A pair guy. of white headphones would hang underneath the painting. And so people there had to figure... Because this was before QRs were as accessible. Right. But people had to figure out how to use the QR, and then the QR was why the headphones app. were hanging there. And then you I would plug the headphones it. into I'm your in. phone Dude. to watch the video that related to the piece. Dude, that is so
0: fucking sick. But it was
2: that kind of crazy stuff where it's like, I can get all these ideas in one place... Um, where, like, that's a, a little bit more difficult now. And that's part of the um, aspect I really miss about just doing exactly what you want. Like, no, yeah, 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 it's 20 times more work. Yeah, it makes no sense, but, like, it's super cool. <laughs> right.
3: Okay, so, <laughs> All right, like, so. Well, you you just touched on that. So now, I don't know if you want to skip over this, but, like, you, you do your your second show, you're still self-running, you're still doing everything. Like, what... What changes, like you, what from that point where from you just said one to two? Yeah, now, now from one to two, not even from one to two, but from two to now to well, six well, to yeah, like right, what right. makes it so it's not so much Your evolution, yourself, not so much fun anymore. I don't um, want to say fun, but
2: well, yeah, I mean, I think that is a pretty big jump, um, like from like. Because it's still fun.
3: Yeah, I mean? right. It should um, be. I hope so. Yeah. But, like, you could tell, like, how you're talking. to, 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 to It's almost like. Uh, oh, yeah. So
2: that that would be, like, you know. Almost a,
3: more work into a, it now. Like Absolutely. To where it, yeah. No,
2: that's a really good point. Like, how it grows, like, kind of out of your hands. Right. Yes. So perfect. Yeah. Out of your hands. Um, so, you know, the financial aspect of it. So then, you know, then pieces were selling out for people were. Messaging me on Facebook, like, do not sell this for less than fifteen hundred. Like, yeah, to, to, Jesus, and I would, I that wouldn't have even crossed my mind. And then, like, two months later, I was like, Yo, you want that piece for fifteen hundred? <laughs> they're like, Yeah, I got sure. it. <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah. And, Sold. and they thought, you know, they saw it as a deal, and I was uh, really excited about that. Um, but then that that was when like this is actually like. Happening. Something. Yeah, yeah. Something's happening so, here. It, this is your base. You know, this is where But the idea that people valued it. Um
0: I mean, I see your work, dude. I value it. Yeah, man. It's I'm awesome. The same, man.
2: Um, you're
3: w s- some of the most unique work I've yeah. seen. And I, I I still love the clips dude, of you doing uh, it. Oh the, the fast, yeah, the fast man.
0: forward shit, you're
2: right? That's awesome. Yeah, and I, that. I try to keep yeah. that as much of a uh, part of my work as possible. Now the videos are a huge aspect of keeping people engaged because again like my uh incentive is to keep people engaged to wake people up and that was it became really conflicting with instagram because instead of trying to keep people on my instagram and buying trinkets off of my instagram i wanted to inspire them i wanted them to feel like they could go out and do something so that was why absolutely they're all shot from the back of my head okay i didn't want it to have i don't want to uh, like to know me, influence. Know this type. piece, right? Know the work yeah. that I put in.
1: Yeah, from um, me aesthetic. seeing it, it's like I I like seeing how it's made. Okay. So like being being like seeing you how, yeah. how your art is made, dude. That is that is the thing that is,
2: you know, you don't. That's get the see, real
1: intrigue in artwork. You don't get to see how Van Gogh did his painting, like how his Right. Thought, this is Was, was he day. left to right, right to left, right. up to bottom, top to bottom? We could call you Bill could, and Ted. Correct. We could. Right. <laughs> but like, you could literally see they what got you a new movie think, like, coming no, think. I'm starting left, and I'm going to go to the right. I'm going to start from the bottom. I'm going to go to the top. And I like that aspect of it.
2: And I, I, I love that aspect, and I think that it really engages people. And that's how I love connecting people oh, sure. and yeah. with sure, sure. the artwork. And that's that's why I still how I want would. To do it. But for my solo show after that, um, that's when I started, like, my work, the concepts were growing, right? Like, if I can do this, how can I do this? If I can communicate right, this, right. how can I communicate this? And then, um, you know, that's visually appealing. So you, like, interpret that, and it's exciting, but th- I felt like there was really great artwork that I could make that wasn't as Instagram-friendly, right?
0: Yeah. Um, sure, but there's a process, right? You're, you're trying exactly. to build the base. You're trying to...
3: But you did you did that uh, mural or whatever in Miami on a bar? Yes. Yeah. So in South Beach. Yeah. So how how did like something like that come about?
2: So that yeah, that was before I brought branched off into the more conceptual work. Really. Um, but so after inept, then um, I ended up uh, working closely with an amazing um, artist, Mantra nineteen twenty nine in Los Angeles. So I uh, was just hitting him up on instagram endlessly like i love your work (laughs) and uh, nothing wrong with that no
3: man but that's i mean that's how it all comes about
2: and uh i tagged i remember painting whoa and tagging him in it and he liked it and i I was oh "Oh, my my god your Uh, knees got weak oh my god (laughs) um and now he's one of my absolute closest friends no that's awesome but he uh invited me out uh to help him on some murals um And I I started working with him, you know, again, kind of production assisting it. But um, still, you know, it was something I was a thousand percent engaged with. So I um, was working with him and then I ended up getting signed with Wall Space Art Gallery um, in Los Angeles. And they were um, a fantastic gallery. And that was how I got into Will and Grace. Oh, so Will and Grace! The, the, Hang that on, that was, that was the South, early South call The mural came from Wall Space with mancho Nineteen Twenty Nine, a couple dots connecting. But um, I was up in the gallery like a couple weeks, two weeks, and someone from the Will and Grace show came and picked it out, and it ended up being in one of the episodes for like almost half the episode. Yeah.
3: And, uh, um, nice. I'm not going to lie. I was Did bragging I, about you er, yeah, a little that, bit that, earlier today. That's what turned Dave into a fanboy. I, I,
0: I <laughs> mean, it's a big deal. You know, like, I know artists, and they don't get that recognition. So I'm like...
2: It's you, hard, and I just want the artists out there to know, like, that's okay. Like, this is a lot of it's circumstantial Your artist still probably just as good, if not better. But, um, like, you know, keep doing it, even if there's no... Like, do you
0: do you feel like part of this is all luck?
2: Um,
0: or do you feel like you made of these the right situations
2: would have happened if I wasn't pursuing it as endlessly? So you could call it luck, but
0: and you said like it wasn't pursuit endlessly. It was kind of uh, I got some free time. I got long Montreal winter. Yeah, so like
1: let's, I think he let's put step. himself that, in the right situation at way, way right back, time. but you,
2: that itch grows. It just grows because kind of like you, see, well, you, you see you know, it,
3: and you you were talking about where you all this was like used the, the fire was starting. Yeah. And it, it was just kind of like slowly, slowly right. turning and you into gotta this think, huge like, thing.
2: Now I'm in Los Angeles. I'm not playing rugby with Huntington Beach. I'm True. Not, like, right. you know, I'm, like this is my social life now. It was like in the art world. Of, valet yeah.
0: is who you're meeting, not rugby rugby players that
3: can right. maybe meet you know, introduce you to a couple other people. This is the art world, and like in the art world too. I, I, is there like a, um, you know, you're talking about like, uh, galleries and other artists, and obviously, like Mike. Obviously, we love what you do, but there's obviously <laughs> people in LA that are a lot bigger than you, and like galleries want this person and galleries want that person. Is there like a is there a sense of like nepotism inside that to where, you know, this artist is getting these shows because he knows these people. Or
2: yeah, there's a significant amount of it, um, but my theory has always been like, like if
3: your art's that good, it'll, it'll show. Yeah, I,
2: but that's always just pushed me harder. Yeah, um, you know, to speak and absolutely. The work.
3: Oh, sure. Fight against the
0: grain, man. Like
3: no, but like I, I'm just saying, like th- there's always in everything that you do, there's that sense of like these people don't belong here. They're only here because of okay. X, Y, Z. So
0: they know somebody. Yeah, the nepotism. How do you feel about this question here? This is interesting.
3: What what, what, what it, I'm saying? Yeah, what
0: you're what you're asking. That's uh. I, well, I,
3: I mean, like as far as that question goes, I mean, like you have to have a perspective on that of where you you see people that don't belong being put in shows you or see their, their work being
0: yeah. somewhere it but should that, be
2: and it where, almost
3: goes back to the instagram fucking douchebag yeah, flexing mean, in the mirror yep
2: that's where like um the artists that i've confided in have really helped me with that um and it's la like that definitely happens la is all about on who a daily you know, basis probably right? um but you know reggie watts said quality uh Resonates in all dimensions. Mm. I like um, that. So, um, you know, art from the artists that I've looked up to have said that um, it's a slow burn. Like it's yeah. you know, I like if, that. If you, you know, don't get your recognition, consistency later. pays off. You know, um, don't be a
0: one and done and type of piece. What happens
2: know. is when you stand the test of time. Like I've been in LA seven years, you see. That spike happened, and it's a it's a big dip, and then they're gone and yeah, like, yeah. Um, it can be very frustrating, but um, especially with Instagram, which really hy- hyped that like sure sure you had the, and there was this massive incentive to make uh, instant gratification artwork and that's a really good question because that's what made me so passionate about making. I love the it. Gaslit series, I love it. Which was what's a the tot- Gaslit series? So the Gaslit series um, was a complete um, 180 from the visual, like the ex- visual experience time lapse that okay. you're used to seeing. So the time lapse or the Gaslit series, I'm sorry, um, was me being so infuriated about that. But again, me looking at myself, what are you going to do about it? Correct. Yeah, See, so, I like that too. God like, damn, dude! For like real. you,
3: you okay? You you hit these, you, like these series have done good, and now, you, like you said, what are you going to do about you're that a wall? Where you're you got to fucking, the... you got to go up and beyond what you know you can do. So, like you said, yeah, okay, instead yeah. of quitting, you pushed. Yeah,
0: yeah. So me... I
2: I had been obsessing with like making the paintings as energetic as possible so that was like really glossy so i got really into epoxy resin beautiful like making them look as sleek as possible which was a los angeles finish fetish technique um and casper brindle was an amazing is an amazing artist who showed me a lot um about uh the art world and he's a finish fetish expert um and i I learned a tremendous amount from him but what i wanted to do with this series was okay i've learned all this about um epoxy resin and that which again on instagram you don't really see you don't get to see that a lot of the pieces i was doing were three-dimensional yeah um I was doing paint, epoxy, paint, epoxy, paint, epoxy, which can take f- a month and a half. Uh, and for, pa- for one piece? Uh, yeah, I mean, and my, um, the Will & Grace piece was uh, six layers of epoxy, um, like, paint, epoxy, paint. I,
0: I do a little woodwork, and I know mm-hmm. how long it takes for epoxy to dry. 24 that you, hours? Yeah, it's... To cure. You got to, like, step away from your fucking piece and then maybe go back to it later. Well, And, and if
2: one uh, piece of dust gets in it, Yep. it messes up. The it, whole it's piece ruined. And like back. you
0: see my garage here. like yeah. I want to punch myself sometimes. So like how,
3: how how like okay so you're working on one piece for a month and it's a 24 hour or maybe even longer period to dry. Like how do you stay into that piece? How do you stay like motivated to finish that piece? Goddamn damn good um, question.
2: So I started working on um, pieces in threes which actually played into the Gasolet series. But I watched a documentary on Nikola Tesla, and he was obsessively compulsed with threes. So I started working on three pieces at a time. (laughs) uh,
0: Dude, um, you couldn't talk about a better thing. Go ahead. So, like,
2: while that was curing, like, okay, that's what this is going to look like. I'm super excited about it. But, like, let me get that started on this one. Okay. And then it was, I had, like, three going. So it was, like, I'm painting this one. Like, I'm gonna resin this one, and this one's you're kind of like like, working stage it, dude. Because that was when I was in the the Instagram, and I was like, I need something to post all the time, too. Oh, my heart just this big flow of, regardless of, well, why why didn't you just become
3: Edison and steal everything? Oh, yeah, true. Why don't you just
2: turn
0: fucking (laughs) well, AM into FM?
2: (laughs) There's there's definitely some Edison Instagram (laughs) artists out there. Oh, without a doubt, (laughs) without (laughs) a doubt.
3: But
0: But, um, I like the the standard of right but people people didn't like it my mind was blown when you said that as an artist dude
3: yeah
2: i didn't show any of that on instagram because it wasn't part of the videos right it, well,
3: so like well yeah i mean cuz you, what you you're doing is just videos apartment. of you working right, i mean mainly is
2: usually want like to be a finished piece it's usually like a fifth of the total work sure, that goes into sure. a piece um, man
3: it, i i hate this mike i've known you for a long time but it's really interesting to see this Part of, like, how your mind works. <laughs> not gonna, I love it, but, you know, it's it's wild. It's
0: beautiful. I mean, fuck, dude. I don't even know what to say right now. Like, <laughs> I thought I was like, I- I'm in front of greatness. I still but think I
2: was way cooler when I was peeing on Wrigley Field. Yeah, I mean, dude,
0: I mean, you're still in my book for that.
3: I'm still not sure if that happened.
2: You did it, too. It happened. Yeah. You peed
0: on Wrigley, you fucking...
2: Pe- <laughs> I'm a White Sox fan. Pat is a Cubs fan. And, uh... I i, I there's,
0: there's a constant uh struggle here on the sh- city of Chicago here. On the podcast. Like, like we got Pat's a good friend, but I'm a Sox fan, dude. <laughs> Same. Like that is what it the, is. The uh, Thirty seven. I mean we we could go deeper, but let's save that but for anyways, back let's to the back, ga- Let's back to get back the, in. let's get gaslit back in. The gaslit series. Yes, yes, um, yes, yes. So
2: the gaslit series was where was where I felt like I needed to make a statement as an artist because I had uh, the following was growing exponentially. Nice, and was uh, so grateful for that. But um, I felt as it was growing, like the incentive of me uh, painting these things to get people off of their phone right. wasn't enough. Um, and that's tricky. So I started making these. Um, three-dimensional epoxy resin um, mosaics of drug bags that were in patterns of three. Nice. And uh, there were three drug bags that I used, and I used um, drug bags with skulls, smiley faces, and crowns. So death, fantasy, and luxury. Um, Damn,
3: dude. How do you even, like, like remotely come up with this right in your brain well
2: i mean that had been brewing for a long time because you know um getting back to um watching uh, all these instagram artists become massive um and sitting back it was kind of saying well what are you going to do about it okay and then i decided to use my platform but not Use quotes or not use anything, <laughs> but just strictly art, art to say what I thought about what was happening. And I felt like, um, street art, especially the things that I loved about it that it was so human that it was available to everybody was just kind of being raped for like, um, in- instant gratification, instant money. It oh, was man. like, you know, oh, like this that. is so cool, this is uh, five thousand dollars, yeah, um, and so. What would happen was I used the patterns of um, lug, look, coach bags and luxury items. So, like, Louis Vuitton, I love it. coach, I love it. Uh, those patterns. And then when you looked at them, you would see that Louis Vuitton color scheme. You would see that coach uh, color scheme. And then as you got closer to the pieces, you realized that, whoa, these are skulls, like. This oh, is, nice. This is like Death looking at me. And I coated the bags in different levels of resin so that when you walked by the pieces, that Death would, like, follow, follow you. Wait, wait, can yeah. I nice. cast
0: back? bag so you bought pieces that you put artwork on? Is that what I'm hearing?
2: A piece would be, like, a piece of artwork. Yeah,
3: no, it's just a, his canvas piece. Uh, oh, okay,
0: I'm, I, I mistook it. I'm yeah. sorry. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead,
3: So, but, like, now you're you're... Able to see this and make art out of this, is it hard for you to being like a self pretty grounded Southside Chicago kid, like being around this stuff, to being around like what you're seeing there, you know, the stupid money being spent, the glamour, drugs, or whatever it right. is. Yeah, because
2: it was never about that. Right. Like it was never about the money. Right. It was never about. Well, so, but but I
3: mean- but is it hard just staying? You know, grounded, st- grounded, halfway humble, halfway
0: like I, I, like he what he's saying, like you were never part of it. But you see how stupid people could get with luxury and yeah, expenses. And the
2: evil behind that, like this is fun now, but what is really happening? Right. <laughs> like um,
0: that's the scary part.
2: Yeah. And so th- my favorite thing about that was like uh, I had like there were, I think, 20 pieces of the exhibit. Um, that went around and um I had T shirts and garbage cans that were in the middle of the That's so uh, nice fucking exhibit. dope dude. And now, oh now my this God. is are, are you all running That's this exhibit free shit. Free oh, shit. Oh, fuck.
0: God <laughs> damn you Bro, I mean I mean <laughs> we're working when, free when you shit, walked around I mean, the
2: exhibit it was this bright thing, but there was this feeling of like like Deception or like evil, I love right. it. I and I, I and love
3: it. Are, are you are you running this now? This is the gaslight. Sh- gaslit. Gaslit.
0: Don't say gaslights. Gaslit. So gas
2: right. gaslit is a reference to like um, an older film, which is a narci- like the ultimate narcissistic form of uh, controlling somebody. Uh, so it's uh, and manipulating Man. someone's perception of reality. That's,
3: right but my 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 question was are are you running this show by yourself still
2: uh no, so I did it with gabba Gallery, okay um, in Los Angeles, so okay. like this was okay. a solo show that I had um, but it
3: is a solo show. this is all like you walk into this gallery, this is all tabs uh
2: they had uh there were th- three or four artists. it's a big gallery and okay had, like uh, m- mine was the main room, can't stop Good boy was in there. Who's a great artist, and then there was olga um who makes these amazing um animal um, um graffiti i love you olga <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but but for, so cute. for for um, main galleries for, well. for main Nick,
0: galleries is this your first big one that you kind of like put your name out there
2: uh this was the first like official big like the circuit, main ga- like where everybody wants to go gallery.
0: see the work here.
2: Yeah, th- this is uh, your first yeah. one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that was, but again, there was a lot of levity I on that. This was my big first show, and I took like all that insta fame that I I had, and I just didn't post at all, and I was oh. just like making these things that I thought were he's actually, fucking like, humble, man. For no, people.
3: and that's what I was trying to get back to wh- when I was asking you about like just being from where you're from, the
2: South Side, the South Side. <laughs> There's one thing I feel... Yeah, like, but,
0: like, like let me like. I, I get what you're kind of saying. Like, isn't there always that sense of failure in your heart, being the Southside? Like, for me, I grew up in Southside Market Park. Yeah, there's that failure. Like, I'm
3: just gonna raise four kids. I don't know if it's a failure, but like, you, you, I want I mean, this is this is your life. You won't you won't go you over this notch. Right, right, right. I think right, that's right. what that. Southside feeling. So, is.
2: That was that's always feel my fire. Even at the Paul, like I, love I would get it. so mad oh God, at dude. kids in the art classes because I, I like, hug you. don't you appreciate right now. this, do you? No, like you right. don't. And Billy Corgan talked about that. I love Billy um, Corgan. First
0: off, is uh, a genius. Go ahead. About
2: being an artist from Chicago and Glendale like, Heights,
0: I lived there for a little bit. Go ahead.
2: <laughs> he was criticized <laughs> a lot for taking it so seriously, but he's like, you don't know what we came from like you don't know what people say well, right like you want Absolutely. to do more. you don't yeah. understand like how hard it doesn't come from happy good times it comes it from seriously. fucking
0: pain struggling his dad was a fucking drug dealing guitarist it was mm-hmm. his story is amazing
3: i i've heard uh billy Corton talk about you know like, like from how he started with smashing pumpkins how like the record labels and everything big ruined them, yep. them. and because like uh, they basically like brainwashed them. I,
0: mean, I, I I'd hate to do Billy Corgan, but he did. He was doing graveyard shows, yeah. bef- right before they reunited with Smashing Pumpkins. Like be- right before he reunited, he was doing. I'm in your town. I'm at your graveyard.
2: He was and doing these acoustic shows for a while, and these. The- bad covers of like pop songs that he really, really resonated with. And <laughs> I thought it was one of the coolest, most vulnerable things I've ever seen Absolutely, from a, a major artist. Was Absolutely, He um,
1: said fuck Because
2: yeah. you say, like, if you went to see him, like, why would he cover that song? Like, who is he trying to be? But um, he was trying to be humble and he was trying to like, be vulnerable that, to the point where it's Billy Corgan, but he's playing this like Bad pop song, and what is that? I love Billy Corgan. Say I love is Chicago pop song. Another Chicago boy we talked about. Like, He's a Chicago boy. Yeah.
0: You know, it's beautiful, man. Uh, was it the base? Lots of urban
2: legends about Billy Corgan. <laughs> the, uh, He's a huge wrestling fan, Pete. What was it, the, oh, yeah. He owns a NWA. wrestling. Yeah, NWA. Right. Oh, dude, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I know, guys. Okay. My uh, old
0: work buddy grew up across the street from, uh, was the. Bassist that was Asian that passed away. Is that the... I'm mixing it up, but he grew up across the street. And, like, he's like, I used to make fun of this fucking guy. And he's like, next thing I know, him and fucking Billy Corgan are handing us fucking tapes yeah. at my pizza shop. And he's like, this music sucks. And it fucking blew up, dude. And, like, my buddy's like, who would have thought? You know, like, it's such a... And that's the thing about art form. Art form is not something you're going to copy. It's something that you're making. Right? Like, so... A lot smashing, of it is just
2: about just doing it. Smashing like pumpkins insane. were
0: a sound that nobody heard.
2: But, yeah, I mean, their work ethic is often very underestimated. Oh.
0: oh. But oh, I remember... Yeah. With any like, greatness, it's underestimated.
2: Like, one of the big catalysts I had was in eighth grade, I like... I grew up super Irish Catholic. <laughs> no. And, um, I wouldn't have guessed. <laughs> Remember when you had to take the, the tapes and put them into, I didn't the, want to hear this. into the boom box and, so you could record sure. oh, yeah. the radio yeah. and ma- to make your own mix? Uh, yeah, without yeah, a doubt. yeah, for sure. Q101 later. You couldn't, yeah. There was no Spotify No, You had to work for that. so team. weird yeah, that we a did doubt. that. It's but so weird that we did it. That was the song where... Uh, Emptiness is loneliness and loneliness is, is cleanliness yes. and cleanliness is godliness and God is empty just like, like me. me. Oh, my God. Yeah, down yeah. Down. yeah. And I had that on a cassette and I remember getting that song and feeling like holding that tape and feeling like, holy shit. If anyone finds out I have this, like I'm in so oh, much trouble. But, like, <laughs> th- like it was like it was like lighting a fire. You know what but I that's mean? That's our it generation.
0: Was, it was something so lit. That we all took it, every single one of us. Any fucking, my, I can. I'll bring my wife down here. She'll fucking tell you that was a song that changed her life.
2: But that was the idea. So that you just said that was lit. Like the idea that it's lit and that art was lit. Like this is cool. It's just on um, such so a faster pace now. When I when I said this is gas lit, this is is like okay, is it? all right, okay. Like, what all right. what is yeah? What is really speaking to you? What is true? You know, beautiful is, like is what about this is incentivizing you? Because I felt like the drug bag itself was a really good symbol for the commodification. What, uh, what
1: got my attention. <laughs> what
3: year was this?
2: This was last year, last Whoa. year, I think 18. Yeah, I think. Yeah. September. And then I, right after that, I did the Sachi other art fair and that's where, um, the drug bag works like really took off, and um, there was a really good showing. Like the guys from It's Always it's Sunny at Philadelphia were oh. at the show. Aww. no, get the fuck out of here! Nice, Ma- fuck you, man. No, Mac. Well, Mac and D were. Oh men. my oh, god. god, dude! And Toby from The Office. Oh, <laughs> nice, dude. I'm a huge like, Toby.
3: I'm a huge fucking Always Sunny. Like, huge.
0: So we're nerds for The Office in this household, yeah. and it was and weird me too. And, I'm going to break away for a second just because <laughs> this is how much me and my wife love each other. I saw a uh, pop figurine. I saw a pop figurine. It was a uh, Dwight where he did the CPR and he cut the face off of the fucking CPR dummy. And he went out he's like, hello, Chris. I bought that for her. You know, I was like, oh, that's fucking cool. She put it on her desk. Christmas morning, we're opening presents. I opened a fucking pop figurine Dwight the Christmas where he was, like, doing the tree and the elf ears. Yeah. And my mind was blown. I was like, this is the woman I'm going to spend the rest of my life with. (laughs)
3: Wait until you see what we got your kids for Christmas. I I assume Star Wars. No. No? You're going to love it. Uh, (laughs) God damn. it, absolutely love it.
0: Um, We're going to go fucking change out the gift that we bought tomorrow morning <laughs> i'm gonna fucking just go drive like this ain't good enough let me search this store no
3: man <laughs> it's too fucking funny but, but yeah man but like just going back to what you were saying mike this so the gas lit was 2018 what so like
0: it ended or it finished up right there last year right yeah in, on his last thing mm-hmm.
3: right so like what was two not? What was two thousand nineteen? What two thousand
2: nineteen? That's a good question. Oh, two thousand nineteen started with, uh, um, I'm trying to think. There were some solo projects and commissions that I was working on, and then I got an offer uh, to do the Essex Fest in San Antonio, and so that was a mural in Texas. Nice. Um, and originally Snoop Dogg was on the bill. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I remember seeing Man, that and talking to you about it. I heard it. some things about like, this. I won't speak. Yeah. Mural with uh, Snoop Dogg. Uh, hell yeah. So For sure. Um, Snoop. Yeah, but he canceled about two days before. Um, uh, I think, what was it, Akisha or Alicia? Um, one of the girls that recorded the song with Mace ended up headlining. <laughs> nah, I have no idea.
0: Um, uh, it's not Snoop Dogg.
2: But a really, really cool art project in San Antonio, Texas, where they had a music festival, and then the artists uh, were also on the bill, and we painted murals in this abandoned palette factory, Ooh. and, uh, you know... I saw um, some of your palette work, and fuck. Oh, thanks, yeah. I- but I had done a... I had actually done a physical palette before that, which was a metaphor for... Um, this is so an unsung hero right yeah, like somebody dude, oh that's, my god and the song catamaran by bear shark again the idea of like shipping things yeah, yeah. Um, bear shark who's from detroit uh, shout out to detroit <laughs> <laughs> but, they don't get that out uh, go ahead
0: do it again one more time
2: but that was where i started growing because i had been growing more from the epoxy and i said you know okay well Expressing the lyrical content of the songs, you know, um, but transmitting it in a way where people could feel it. So when I went to San Antonio, Texas, that's when um, I looked at the area and the bands that were from that area. And the band, the Butthole Surfers was from San Antonio, Texas. And the Butthole Surfers was one of the most, like, intense bands of um, the 90s. I mean... There's during Lollapalooza, they used to shoot shotguns off the stage. No shit. Um, Good times. Yeah. I mean, if, you know, In the Chicago? 90s are a very underrepresented period for music because it wasn't as sensationalized. But, um, it, Lollapalooza wasn't a tour that went throughout the country. Oh, that's right. And yes. Then it, it got brought back yeah, to Ch- Chicago. Um, Chicago. But, um, that mural was the lyrics from the Butthole Surfer song, and and then translated um, into a uh, mosaic. Nice. So, That's then awesome. what was really cool was watching the people um, interact with the work, and then when they found out it was a Butthole Surfer song, which, to, like. <laughs> Most of the population be like the butthole surfers. Like, yeah. what are you talking right. about? Who's that? Um, I remember explaining to two older couples um, and being like, oh my God, I like well, it's actually a song from the butthole surf. Yeah. <laughs> and then, uh, a guy who was with them was like, Oh my God, I'm friends with them. Blah, blah, oh, like I'll text them right now. Well, and like everybody who found out was so engaged with it. They're like, they're from here. I yeah. was like, I know that's why I did it here. <laughs> nice. uh, and so that's when like, I started interacting with different areas of the country with, um, the lyrical content. So then, um, I did a mural at the W in Beverly Hills. Um, couple months ago which is up for another three months i believe nice and uh i did a song from the mars volta um who they're from texas that's the other thing so i did that mural in texas before they're from el paso but i did the mural in texas and then i did that one in los angeles so um, that was a texas band that formed in los angeles and that really, like, exploded in Los Angeles. So uh, the Mars Volta is a massive, massive uh, artistic inspiration to me. And um, Cedric, actually, from the Mars Volta, ended up commenting on one of the... Nice. Uh, They're policies. pretty solid. Oh, yeah. I Blew them. me absolutely away. That That made all the effort in the world worth Was it. Was that
0: chills down your body when you fucking saw something... You know, like yeah, someone there's actually, been a lot of It's what you think moments. is extraordinary because like, we're sitting here and we think you're extraordinary. Yeah, we're like, oh, yeah. listening to your
3: story.
2: Well, I, I like um, making artwork that resonates with people, but when I can genuinely connect with the person that wrote the song because I, so I don't amazing. pick necessarily popular songs. I pick off, like, B-sides. I pick off-the-cuff sure. Songs.
0: You're not going to listen to a pop song. Like, again, I'm going to make a fucking piece of artwork over right. this. You're going to find something of... that is more musically inclined. Right. For, like, a new deer is like, going to be like, this is a horrible song. But someone that's trained to that music, you're like, that is beautiful. And I, I, I've learned that over my years of just hanging out with my brother. Like, what I thought was garbage. And he's like, no, this is musically inclined. And I'll listen to the music again. And I'm like... Oh, yeah. They're, they're <laughs> not just doing three-chord struts here. They're fucking really doing, like, a mathematically crazy... Because, I mean, music's math. It's all about the rhythm and how fast you can or slow down. And it becomes in a completely complex version of music. And I'm glad that you find that in the norm of, like, what we can say music, you know?
2: Yeah, I think math and art are way more related. Than oh, it's so, so related. Um, with well, the idea of, like, sacred geometry and stuff. Um, but, um, yeah, like, to there's been a couple breakthrough moments. When, even when, after Inept, what, like, I had no idea how to make it work. I was still doing everything myself, and so I would like email the music to the bands or the videos. Oh, and I'd be shit. like, I made this. this is, like, what do you think? <laughs> nice. look, look what I'm doing here. But the really cool thing was like, Oh, uh, what I started noticing was all their agents like would respond to me. And oh, no, shit. like, even That's looking awesome. back, I'm like, Whoa. Uh, but they would say like, we can't like do anything with this right now, but this is really cool. Like you should keep doing it. Right. Like, right. And, right. Like at, at goes- that point it was like my sign off. Like, Okay, they fit th- like uh, I'm doing something right. Yeah, here. they're like, not yeah. shit on yeah. You. Yeah. right. Instead but that of was just me transitioning, like ignoring you, like and just, yeah, e- expectations from other people to expectations from Move myself. Yourself. Um, but you know, I you know that support and everything was really um, pivotal in me growing as Should an be. artist.
3: Man, it sounds like 2019 overall was a pretty big year. You had the the mural, the the Texas show, the Beverly Hills show. I mean
2: Yeah, and then the the end of the year there was that really big show with uh uh Chaz Mancho, nineteen twenty nine nice. Prime who's been a massive inspiration. Um and Carlos Ramirez who uh and Danny Minnick whose work was phenomenal. Um and those artists were uh artists I always looked up to massively, so to be included with them was are those, are those the only artists
1: that you've looked up to? Uh,
2: in Los Angeles, uh, those are the artists that I've really um, Attached aspired to... to um, I don't want to say replicate, but... Um, well, no,
0: no, absolutely not, because...
2: You know, I just wanted to uh, be... Like, the idea of being at their level was so out of my mind um, that, you know, to be in a show with them uh, and be considered as a Los Angeles artist, because in my mind, there's always been two cities in L.A. There's been L.A. and Los Angeles, and L.A. is where uh, somebody from Ohio or Pennsylvania moves to be a movie star or a rock star and social climb. And network mm. and meet people and make make the idea happen. And Los Angeles is this beautiful place Sorry, uh, where people grow up in the desert and, um, you know, um, make uh, work. Like, you just look at different kinds of um, plants that grow in different areas. Like um, I a, a flower that grows in the desert. Right, absolutely. Like that kind of idea. Yeah. Um, and
3: I, I don't think if uh you're not if if you're one hundred percent from not from California you don't see it that way so it's 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 really cool to see it from your perspective to put it that way
0: right you're yeah f- you're um, cause so, if you cause
2: were from I, california if you were from Los Angeles you would see these people right. moving in and moving out and be like you know what do these people really have to say they're not from here that kind of nativist idea um, but to you know there's beautiful things that have grown from there like chaz's graffiti has shaped uh art and modern graffiti throughout the world um and you know he had a piece in that show with us so um and (coughs) carlos ramirez's work is beyond powerful um and mantra 1929 uh is so- someone I've looked up to for the past, like, tremendously for the past uh, three years. His work is, um, what I would say, Banksy level, like, the juxtaposition and oh, wow. characters. I, I'm not sure if you guys are familiar with his work, um, but, um, you know, the levity and the emotional content is something that has always driven me, like, to, you know, make my work scream like if he if he can make his imagery do that like what could i do with my abstract ideas and making it push for that idea when you look at it like what do you walk away from it like um that bar was so insanely high that to be in a show with those artists um was a massive honor and and and
3: and um, and then do you think like Getting... So
2: thank you, December 9th and O Gallery. <laughs> Love you guys. Hey.
3: Do you th- do you think like getting a little bit of recognition from those guys to you like that's what what you're looking for? Or I mean, like you said, I like this
2: it, de- it definitely helped because um, 2019 was a great year on paper, but um, when I got asked to do the San Antonio mural. Um, you know, I, I accepted and I was extremely excited about it. And in that current moment, um, one of the reasons I had started painting from the beginning and um, thought that I could actually make anything of it was my close friend, that I, uh, Tiger Merritt, that I used to go skateboarding with in um, Orland Park. Uh, became Christ, a man. massive uh guitarist and uh musician for the band Morning Teleportation. So uh they lived in the same house with Cage the Elephant in college um and <laughs> amazing uh, crazy. I, I'm mad
0: right now because like you could just be like I know these people and I get mad that I like I know Pete Bett That's about it. But I I I think it's really good that you say that because
2: you know, someone like Tiger Merritt, like uh, I mean, he got signed by Isaac Brock from Modest Mouse. Yes, you know, to be of that artistic caliber is one thing. To be of that artistic caliber from the South Side of Chicago is an entirely different thing. It's a whole nother world. When we would ride skateboards. People like would literally spit it out their car at us, and it was Jeez. funny to throw th- shit out your car at the skateboarders, and um, all that. And he had this tough grit, um, but like he smoked cigarettes constantly, and he would never like throw his cigarettes on the ground. They'd always be in his pocket or something. He'd l- always make sure that they were recycled um not recycled but like thrown away yeah they would properly right even though they'd probably go into a landfill. landfill but it was just that that purist mentality that he had um but he became a musician and um toured the country and the world and i got to watch him and his music grow and to see somebody do something like that from such a pure standpoint was again with Banksy just not compromising there was um that music is so experimental it is beyond um phenomenal and it w- was everything to me in the sense that you can make what you want and you don't have to compromise it. You don't have to do what anybody thinks. You can make exactly what I... you want. It has to be good. It has to be up to your sure, standards. Sure, sure. Don't be, it has a to be what you do think. You. But it can't be like, um what, it, what anybody else is doing. Like, don't put what, me in a box. But it basically said like who you are is worth something. I grew up listening to the same music as him. And we like like we listened to Zeppelin, we listened to Alkaline Trio, we listened to The Doors, we listened to like it's Bebop, and to see him combine all those elements into one place, and then be playing at Bonnaroo and be opening up for Cage the Elephant on New Year's Eve, and you know I remember bringing all my friends to see them open up for Cage the Elephant on New Year's Eve at the Aragon Ballroom in Chicago, and. My friends were like, "Your, your friend is in morning teleportation." Like, <laughs> like they killed it. Like, yeah, like it, me. Like, it does
0: was. That, like, does that bother you as an artist, though? Um, or just do you get that? Like, I want them to do the best they can can be.
2: I was just so ungodly happy for him that, like, yeah, just your that's, buddy. That's a that's like climate for anyone, but not just to be successful, but to say, like, what like was going on inside of us. If you listen to his music, it goes in so many different directions. It explores so many different, um, ideas. But, um, w- the reason I bring all this up was because, you know, he was my close friend, uh, gro- growing up. And then we became closer after college. Um, and i would go and just hang out with him in the band um and they were so excited even though i was a fan they were like oh you you're into what we're doing like it's so <laughs> ridiculous it's so it's so crazy that's cool and like i would i would drink with them all night they you know they're all beautiful people but um he in april took his life and um so even though 2019 was a good year on paper, a lot of it was dealing with the loss of Tiger and kind of looking at one of your idols and the reason that you started doing all this and saying, well, if this guy who made this, my idea of perfection took his life, like, you know, what should – is the, what should I be doing, right? True. Um,
0: when, when you walk away from that, is that something you should kind of step away from his culture or admire it and push it? That's
2: and, the question. And,
3: and, and there's another, like, offset to that, too. Do you want to take him with you because you were such good friends? And do you want to make yourself even better because of, like, what he showed you? And like what the f- that friendship was. Yeah, those it-
2: those are the two ideas that just have been bouncing back and forth through my mind all year. Um, should, but right now, it the only make option for a great fucking piece. The only option just seems like to just completely double down and yeah, be true. Like, because absolutely. I still feel like um, I'm like scratching like it's like a a nail scratch in terms of for sure what he accomplished and what he. Made and you know, a lot of the, like the band The Rituals that played it, um, inept. That uh, I met him through Tiger, um, and a lot of these close friendships that I've had and these amazing people that I've met, like, were from Tiger. Um, so you know, I feel like in order to keep that ethos alive, you know, I, I really need to keep pursuing it, but that's been the really hard battle of, you know, um, is pursuing this in my um, emotional and mental best interest. Yeah. But, um, you know, I feel like he, um, moved the world forward with his music right yeah so r- regardless um i feel like um continuing making art continuing throwing myself into the music is the best way of keeping him alive and for a while it was really daunting in terms of you know that line he drew was so high you know what I mean? yeah that, for sure that, like that uh hit in you know even even if the line isn't up to that caliber like just drawing a line i still i still feel like is good and i'm like to keep drawing that line to keep pushing um, forward pushing. yeah and as long as i love that blank canvas and wanting to like attack it and make something new um that i'm gonna help keep pushing that forward dude i
1: can't wait to see what 2020 has. yeah so the,
3: the blank fuck. canvas like keep pushing forward can you talk about
2: 2020
3: or do you want to talk about 2020
2: yeah. um, I want to talk about 2020 but uh, like <laughs> let's a, keep it like, a mystery right Grace. Like, I, mean, I knew about that for a long time but like uh, you know I can't really talk about things until they're definite right. and there's it. always a lot of what ifs sure, uh, for sure. and there's a lot of things like um, that pop up I've been even with the successes that i've had there's been so many amazing things that have just not happened Happened. you know that have been dangled in front of me and that have just not happened but um regardless uh even if uh i lose all my money and that i'll still have an (laughs) iphone and i'll still be making cool shit and i'll still like share it with people um and keep that vibe Um. going but if uh any Anyone's listening, check out Morning Teleportation, uh, best band in the fucking universe.
3: But uh, so can't talk about twenty twenty. But what what say like in the next five years or maybe three? What's a what's a career milestone that you would like to hit?
2: Um, well,
3: or something that you would just like to see happen for goal. you. Not even so much a goal, but just something that you would like something like you would just really like to see come to fruition that you've been working on a long time or like you even said, like some stuff I've been talking about that you could kind of touch on.
2: I'd re- honestly, I'd really just like to keep making a living, like <coughs> making people happy. Like, and it gets more tough with the different ways of just getting it in front of people and presenting it to people. Cause the digital landscape is constantly changing, but as long as I'm lighting that fire, as long as I'm, like making people wake up and you know, just like tiger made me feel like I, I could do it. Like tiger did it. I can do it. And yeah. so like if people see me like doing it and then they say, well, if he did that, I could do this. Like, I feel like that's the purpose and the end goal.
3: That's awesome. And then it forward. maybe just for like, kind of like just to wrap all this up, young person, middle-aged person, older person, like what would your advice be? To like, like just
2: a, a new artist or a new, just anyone,
3: anyone just listen to it's this story to, to like to kind of take just their stuff. That first step. I mean, like, look, you look at your life and to see how that all amazing. this kind of just shook out. And it was always like you hustling or whatever. Would it be, don't be afraid, don't be afraid to put yourself out there or always put yourself out there?
2: Forgiveness is significantly easier to get than permission. Oh. Wow. I I love that. That's I so like true that.
3: though. I like that. Wow. Yeah,
2: I, I stole it from Banksy. It's okay. Oh, right, there you go. Banksy's good. <laughs> no, that's so true. I love that. But it, it really is and like, you know, the re- the thing that always was holding me back was like, you know, I felt like I, you know, that wasn't okay for me to do. It was Somebody's going to tell yeah, you Yeah, no. like I need to be focusing my efforts on business and um um those academic milestones, but in reality, it was like um, you know I was looking for permission I wasn't really right looking to do what I really wanted to do, um, and you know assumption of risk is a critical element of that, so risk can be scary, um, you know I think that putting your artwork in front of somebody at any point in time. If it's not terrifying and like, is it really worth it? And then if, you know, somebody doesn't love or hate your work, like if somebody doesn't hate your work, have you like, what have you done? Just like the, the banana, just like the banana, like I like hate it off the bat, but then it's like, is it challenging my perspective? All right. Um, but is if, it
3: making you think more? Yeah. Like if you don't
2: love or hate it, like.
3: Can we go and finish it off?
0: You're a goddamn legend. Yeah, this is cool, oh, man. Yes, about about thank that. you, sir. This is cool. <laughs> you won't say it, but we will. Yeah, man, <laughs> you're a beautiful mind.
3: Thank the, you. the way that that you're you're <laughs>
2: you have beautiful bourbon, Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> and the bottle's gone. I mean, so man, we're, we gone. should be proud about that. Apologies for rambling. I'm no oh,
3: man. No. At this, point.
0: this story was perfect.
3: That was too cool. I wish we had more. We <laughs> might have to ask you to come
0: <laughs> back. can Come back if you would. i would be grateful.
2: I got lots of stories. We haven't even cracked <laughs> dude, the fucking. Dude. No, we just got on. the, the
0: you, Mike story. We got the Mike Habs story, but the the artist Mike Habs... Killed it. Now
1: yeah. we need skid row stories next. Well
3: I, nah, well I mean Well you never know. But Mike, we want to thank you. This was awesome. Dave, what do we got for uh, next week?
0: Next week we got we got whiskey acres out of the Calb. Suburban. Calb, Illinois. Yeah.
3: Illinois. DeKalb,
0: Illinois. Yep. Local.
3: Did a windmill farm out there once. Um never want to go back. I, I I couldn't <laughs> see what the bourbon I, is. I couldn't
0: praise enough. Mike Habs yeah. will find them out. Facebook Instagram right. at Mike Habs
2: yeah where can we find Mike you Mike underscore Habs yeah
0: sell yourself man All you the deserve platforms. it yeah whatever you want to so, do sell. yeah so I'm
2: on Instagram uh, Facebook uh, my website is www.mikehabs.com um, if you just want email updates I have an email list um, but yeah follow my yeah. social it's channels it's
0: motherfucking Mike Habs Click, click on whatever. This dude's I'm great. Horrible at. Before he even knows it, <laughs> yeah. he's too humble to know it. It's yeah,
2: beautiful. we am awesome
3: signing story. out. Thanks and good Thank night. Thank you for listening. Thank
2: you. Make cool shit. <laughs> there
3: you go.